Well, let's start episode 132, I believe, is the right number I've got here. We're actually recording, as you can tell, I've got sunshine coming in, which is great. I love this time of day because the sun has now gone to the other side of my house. And I just have like blue sky and I love it. So I can actually open my window. Anyway, um, so it's uh, Sunday afternoon. We wanted to make sure we recorded this after the Ubisoft Forward. Uh, and I want to give a little shout out to Dan and Kyle, who yesterday did a uh, reaction. So make sure you go to check out our YouTube page. I think it posted last night, if I saw correctly. Yeah. Um, also really hoping to get back. I know part of the summer, I was in a pretty good groove of posting stuff. And then I've recently gotten out of it. When we get back into the groove of posting more yeah, content, I mean, we'll try to get back to doing that. We are regular uh, adults with jobs and lives and things. We are so, indeed. You know, and I did, not, job. I did not take seriously enough the schedule that would kick into gear when school started because all my yeah. kids have sports and after school programs. Yeah. And like I've got here's here's the quick list of activities my kids do. We've got soccer, soccer, flag football, regular actual football, Dungeons and Dragons Club, huh. robotics club. And mm. oh, and they also want to start going to this mine. There's some kind of Minecraft club where you build with Legos and play the game as some kind of like club after school thing, too. So it's, it's insane. It's too many things. It's too many things. And that's well, an addition. You have to the 37 kids. So <laughs> we do have a lot of kids. <laughs> so anyway, so my my schedule is not quite as free as I guess I took advantage of it this summer, but I'll see if I can get back to it a little bit. But uh, Dan and Jeff and myself are here for now. Kyle and Derek hopefully will join us if they uh, if they're able to. Here in a little bit but we'll kick things off before we talk about games and stuff we're watching and headlines um jeff got to go see bill burr who we've referenced in this podcast hey. a lot and i'm excited i get to go see him my wife and i are going to see him uh, in december here in colorado but without of course trying to retell any of his jokes no, how to no. go i have no interest in doing that uh <laughs> you can't do it like the, bill actually bill burr has no interest in doing that too because he they zip your phones in a bag and they they seal it, and you you have to have somebody you need somebody's help to open it. So like yeah, you you can't. That's the new protocol for for comedy. Smart. Like that's Bill's. smart. It's super smart, dude. And he mentions it in the show, but he mentions it. I think he's mentioned it in specials too, because he's been doing this for a while. Where he's like, that's why I gotta take your phones, because otherwise you're tweeting during the show and like getting mad. <laughs> or sharing yeah. or sharing bits. Yeah, you know? sharing bits that's meant for the room. Uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh. uh it was fantastic, dude. The first third of the act was like the funniest stuff he's ever done, and I was like, I was laughing uncontrollably. Did your and face hurt, your jaw yes. hurt a little bit. Yeah, my the te- like my temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing so hard the whole yep. the whole time. Uh, but you could tell like his energy was really high, and then you get that kind of like period where he's he was talking about a fight with his wife or something, and you could tell like <laughs> nice. the energy kind of slowed for him. Uh, and even for us, cause we're like exhausted from laughing all night that we're like, kind of like, yeah, that's really funny. But like, we're in pain. Like we're, we're <laughs> yeah. cause we've been laughing so hard. And then he goes into a, um, he actually has another mushroom story. If you've watched the live at Red Rock special, you know, he has a mushroom bit where he took mushrooms. Yep. Um, and he just a real them, profound uh, again. And yeah. there's a great story, another great story there. Uh, and it's very recent too, so I'm expecting it to land in in his next special because there's some really topical stuff. Relevant I would assume now. because that first time he did it, and the, you know, because he was going to like podcasts and mentioning it, and then obviously he did it at the Red Rock special. Like it was like this really profound moment for him because like yeah. he he suddenly dredged up all these things that he'd been sh- pushing down for years, involving his family and you know just obviously the way he like acts and. And so yeah. on and so forth. So I would imagine whatever the second sort of stint into a yeah, shroomer is, you it's know, it's different. It's different for sure. Okay, it starts different. Uh, got it. But, got it. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, man, uh, he just goes hard uh, in, in the opening bit. It's just like, 
back to wall to wall jokes, just tearing down like things that we not value, but talk about all the time <laughs> that we see in the news all the time. Sure. And, and just tearing it down in like even more vicious way than he's done before. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's on his game, dude. And he just, he calls himself old all the time, but I feel like he's in his prime with his jokes. I feel like he's yeah. really, really well, doing it with his comedy. It is an interest, it's interesting, too, because so for years he would, like, have the kind of joke of be like, oh, you know, I'd like to get married someday. And then he did. He would do, like, a bit about it. But, like, now, like, then he did get married. Yeah. Then he did start to have kids. And, like, yeah. on the last special, he brought up the one where, like, his his adorable little daughter is just like, dad, dad, don't, no yelling, no swearing. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you got it, kiddo. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and he's yelling at the toaster. Coming, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he so, it's talk like about it's... his kids in the new material, but he okay. could he could obviously write them in between sure. now and the time Tim sees yeah. them in a few months. So, but yeah. I like uh, I like seeing him kind of like be in a better like he does seem like overall as he's gotten older yes. and you know going through these these sort of life things you know having he's, kids getting married. He's been he's been driving that home too in his material. And, yeah. in the new show is like I'm still happy. I'm still you know right. My wife and I are getting along great. Like he's still emphasizing that. And that's but great. he's a, he's also still insane like that yes, Bill Burr thing. You know he's it's still, still there. His personality. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it seems like his the gold mine for him for his comedy is usually things that really piss him off that he <laughs> right. can go off on. Yeah. And his family doesn't currently piss him off. Like him and his wife right. will get into it about an issue. Yes. So he'll go after that issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe like males versus females on a broader scale. But um and I, I kinda like that. I like that, like, hey, stay in your lane. Your lane is like when you are just fired up about something right. and and your family maybe helps you center or maybe you and your wife had a funny tiff you want to turn into a joke but they're not pissing you off so focus in on the things that so i don't need just because i'm also a parent and i do like some good parenting humor because i'm like oh finally you know but but i don't need yeah. that either I, yeah. I also like when dude just do, lean into what makes you bill burr and it sounds oh, like sure. he's still doing he's, that even more i feel like even more it was some of the best material yeah. i've heard him do is mm. the opening like third of the act like it's so good yeah. And uh, I got to say, having been to so many concerts this year, this has like been a concert renaissance for me. It's so refreshing to go to a show in an arena and the doors are at seven. The opener comes on 730. It's Bianca something. She's like from uh, she might not be again. She might not be at the show for Tim's show. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's been on like Colbert before. She's from Czech Republic. She was quite funny. She had some good lines, uh, mm. but she's like 15 minutes. She introduces a trailer from a movie that Bill wrote and directed. Oh. Uh, that I didn't know anything about. It's really? I think it's in the editing phase, and it's wrote very, and directed, huh? Yeah, the the movie's called Old Dads, and it's uh, it's him, Bobby Cannavale, and Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, it's it's yeah. That's it a looks cast. Awesome. It's just so those funny. three. I'm sold on those three alone. It was very the footage that they show was very red band like R rated. <laughs> so I don't think it was an official trailer. It was just sure. Yeah. We're in editing, and here's some footage that we thought. Yeah, was yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, you know, we've shared appreciation for guys like Louis C.K., at least his, yeah. of course, his artwork, not his personal, every sure. personal thing. But but like uh, it's interesting him and he and Bilber are similar in that way where it's like, you know yeah. who you are, lean, lean into it. But yeah. they also have these incredibly creative artistic sides that we get to yeah, see. Bill has um, that show, uh, <laughs> F is for Family, too. Yeah. He's, you know. I think I it's also, ending, right? I know not everyone season. loved him, but I thought he was great in Mandalorian. Like, I think he's a yeah, good right. actor. And I thought Especially he was the good second in time. A, and the second time, especially, and I think the uh, the the king of Staten king of Staten Island is that what yeah, 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 yeah. He played uh, the boyfriend of the yeah, he had the mustache. I, the mustache. I, did, I actually thought that movie was overall a little overrated. I didn't think the movie was all that amazing. It was good. It wasn't it was like okay. amazing yeah. though, but he was good. I thought yeah, actually yeah. all the performances were pretty good, and he stood out to me. I thought he was really good. Um, yeah. I did. See, you brought up Louis C.K. real quick. I um I watched the Fourth of July movie that he just released okay. on his on his website. Oh. It was um it was good. I liked it. 
It wasn't I like, like uh, you know, it wasn't amazing, Joe but it was good. Joe List, List is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really good writer and uh, his stand-up. He's got like two specials if, um, on YouTube. They're really I good. like his specials. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're like, it's like all solid, start to finish, very solid. Mm-hmm. Like, if, um, if I'm not mistaken, he mostly wrote that script and Louis helped him. Yeah, yeah. Louis they they like yeah. co. Yeah, yeah. Is Louis in that movie? He yes. plays his oh. therapist for a couple of okay. a couple of scenes. Um, okay. But he's not a, he's not the centerpiece of it. No, no. It's Joe List and his family. Basically. If you want a oh. uh, if you want definitely a a slightly exaggerated version of a Bostonian family and them being like in like a a, a lake cabin like uh-huh. up in Maine or sort of if you want that kind of story and him sort of being like this person dealing with like um, this truck. So it's actually based off of like his, his real life. He had um, alcoholism. So he went to AA and, and dealt with all that Joe, Joe list. Um, so it's kind of revolves around that and then kind of going to the family and sort of like, but the movie's op- good though. Opening been, up to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, to see it. yeah. 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 No, I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. I think I thought it was, I found it enjoyable. Yeah. Bill so. Burr's well, a damn good time though, man. Uh, anybody. I'm, I'm excited to go fan, see him. Just go yeah. get the tickets, man. There, and excited. we had like lower bowl, uh, so you had the floor and then like literally like eight rows up from that. That's where we were on the far okay. right side. So we direct line. We could see everything going on. We didn't have to look at the screens or nothing. Well, my um, wife and I have talked about it. We're like, hey, even if for whatever reason on that show when he's here in Colorado, he's just not on his game and not like m- killing us. We're mm-hmm. just excited to get out for the evening. So even if it's not his best performance, we're sure. fine with it. Like we like him a lot and we'll enjoy it regardless. And dude, just yeah. a night out. Sounds great. And he's just so good at appealing to like the local where he is. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. At least yeah. as far as Dallas is concerned. And, and then of course, Red Rocks and the specials yeah. that we've seen. I think he tends so to go good. to the, um, I think he tends to go to the same places. So then he's just kind of used to being there and he like knows yeah. the certain things to kind of bring up, you know? So yeah. And it's only like a 20-minute drive. The arena is only like 20 minutes from our house, so that'd be nice too. It also helps that he's a sports fan, so he already knows all the teams. Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yep. He knew, he brought up Mavs and Stars and everything. Like he brought up all of them. So, well, let's stay on stuff that we are currently watching. And I know Jeff, you just talked a bit, but I do want to hear before we do anything else about Pinocchio. That's for some reason my mind is just on Pinocchio. So we 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 chatted a little bit, kind of like pre-show, like a little pre-show discussion about Pinocchio. But yeah. I want to rehash a little bit of it. This movie is getting universally, I, I would say, hated on. There might be yeah. people out there who like it, but I think it's fair to say it's being universally trashed mm-hmm. um, because it is apparently not a high-quality film. Um, it's crazy, though, too, because it's, in general, Disney Plus has, I think they've got a pretty good batting average on their original stuff they've put out. Not perfect. Like, some of their stuff, like the Cheaper by the Dozen remake, yeah. I thought was garbage. Oh. I thought it was horrible. So, oh, right. yeah, that's, that is a definitive streamer like netflix quality like just throw this trash out there yes. for the streamer service it doesn't matter nobody's it's not it good ever. and it's too yeah. bad because it's got a good cast that just was not well yeah, like it, it needed it needed like four or five more run-throughs on the script and the pacing <laughs> and all of it it's just not good that being said it's i think disney plus has had way more i'm gonna stay positive here keeping it p for kyle before he gets here <laughs> they've had way more good content shows and movies than bad than the just outright right. <laughs> No, something happened to the plug. It sounds awful. Is it? Is this still doing it? Yeah. yeah. Now it's off. Yeah. He went like this, it, boom, and it, all of a sudden it was like, oh. no, all of a sudden it was immediately distorted. That's what about now, wild. Dan? How about now? It's much better. Yeah, yeah, it's clean. It's okay, clean. sorry about that. I, I think it that just, was crazy. <laughs> just jiggled loose. All right, so that whole big intro to say Pinocchio's out and it's getting hated on and it's hilarious yeah, to yeah. me. And uh, we were talking about how there's not a whole lot of good versions of Pinocchio out there. 
But um, no. Jeff, give us the give us the elevator pitch on why Pinocchio is so bad. Uh, well, if the visuals are just offensively bad, <laughs> like like the CG is. It's one thing if the story were um, uninteresting, which it is. That's fine. You can have an un- uninteresting story and still have yep. visuals that are like, wow, that's really cool. But it's just such an ugly ass. Oh, movie. you mean you mean like Avatar? <laughs> you guys seen that, Avatar? Oh. You guys seen Avatar? Oh. I'm about that, dude. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's just, oh God, I it's it's a struggle to find anything redeeming about it. Even Tom Hanks is like, what the hell am I doing here? Like it's just crazy to me. Um, you mean that's Tom the vibe he gives off when he's acting? You can. That's he what has it felt the... like. Like the that's first, so weird. It's Tom Hanks, you know. The first, he's excellent. You remember, if you remember the animated movie, uh, Geppetto is spending like the first ten minutes of the movie just talking to himself, and yeah. and that's what he's doing. I'm like, what the hell is? It's just I don't know. Something about it felt really off. Like he was just there yeah. doing a favor for Robert Zemeckis, his homie, Robert Zemeckis, uh, who directed it, uh, who normally does pretty good things up until recently. Like he used like, to make good happened? movies. Yeah, he used to be a legend, dude. Uh, and now he's just like, how about I just piss it all away for a paycheck? How about that? <laughs> and even his stuff that isn't universally loved, like Polar Express wasn't loved by everyone. It's still a pretty solid family movie. Right. It's fine. And yeah. I would say, uh, I feel like Flight was his last great, great to me, great okay. movie. Because that yeah, movie sure. ended up being like about like something totally different. Yep. About it's a real story, right? Based flight. off of, yeah. I don't know about that. It might have been loosely based huh? on something. You're thinking, uh, you might be thinking of the story about a plane flying upside down over houses. I don't remember that. You might be th- oh. you might be thinking of the um, the Tom Hanks one too. That one when he lands the plane on the Hudson. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one. That oh, one. Sully. That was Sully. Green Sully. Grass, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was different. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was actually real. Um, and but they showed the landing like three times, and I'm like, okay, this movie can just go away. Uh, <laughs> so uh, for a movie that's built all around like visuals that's supposed to capture you because it's very yeah. dreamlike and all that the it's fact that the visuals be, are such a letdown to me that's the biggest yeah, offense it's supposed to be like a lion king level cg event movie where yeah. you can't tell you know like you, oh th- this looks totally real uh and and that didn't in my opinion some people disagree but that didn't really serve lion king well at least the material even though it's gorgeous it's like doesn't really match what the material is uh it's well didn't really also cool. like beyonce really just not belong there because she just was terrible as nala her, so. her and donald glover both phoned it in big time in that oh booth, dude you could tell i think most of the cast phoned it in. even the yeah. I, I never say his name right she would Bikner? tell okafor yeah he's yeah. such a good actor in everything he does but even his voice acting as scar was kind of like oh, all right like yeah I, I just don't think anyone really gave it their all in this no or, no not at all Aside from Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eichner, they had fun, clearly. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. the best part of the movie. They, you know, at least there was something there. There was something redeeming about the film. Uh, with Pinocchio, it's like, wow, I don't think anybody's having fun here. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, the story is somehow worse than the original. And the old cartoons are already pretty questionable. Like, sure. if you watch it today, you're like, what the hell's happening here? There's like, certain yeah. elements, yeah. Certain yeah, elements, like, for like sure. the Jack... The, kids that turn into jackasses or whatever like that's in the yeah. movie and when pinocchio solves his problem with being a donkey uh the rest of the kids are just screwed they're just like whatever screw the rest of the kids like it's the same as the original movie where like he just pisses off to go do something else <laughs> at least they're staying uh, true to the so original. yeah the, the story is almost you know the story and the movie itself is almost like a one-for-one remake uh of a movie that could have afforded a little more pizzazz See, and stuff added to it kind of like the jungle book remake Okay. Uh, like the Jungle Book remake added so much to the story. 
Um, That's what's interesting and tricky, right? Because people will complain that like, oh, this this should feel more like the original. The heart isn't there, you know. And then and then when they try to do something different, it's like you're changing my childhood. You've changed everything. So it's like. Well, you know, finding that that sweet spot right in the middle is clearly very difficult. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate because I love, uh, I have loved Robert Zemeckis's work previously, and uh, and then to drag Tom Hanks into this, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is uh, Jiminy Cricket, unrecognizable yeah. voice, but Didn't I don't know, know what the hell he's doing with his voice. It's like really weird, and I don't know, just hits the ear wrong what he's doing. Um, hmm. And then like Luke Evans shows up for like two seconds. To be like, hey kids, what are you doing? And that's it. Like he just <laughs> <laughs> I think he sings a little bit. I don't know. The songs hey, are so forgettable. Wait, Except what? for uh Wait, did he play Gaston in uh, Beauty and the Beast? He did. So he maybe did. maybe he owed somebody he plays, something. He plays like uh the guy who's in charge of those kids that are like doing all the drinking beer and all hmm. that stuff. Even though in the movie they say it's root beer, but it's like we know it's beer. Come on. Maybe he owed Zemeckis um, a favor. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. And then Cynthia Arrivo, I think that's how you say her last name. She played the blue fairy, and she sang "When You Wish Upon a Star" beautifully. But sure. then again, then she screws off for the rest of the movie, and you're like, "That was it? Like that was? She was just Dude, there to grant the wish, and that's it." And like that, that too. That song is like it's so it's it's a Pinocchio specific song, but like yes. that that song is like the main Disney theme, right? Like that's yeah, pretty is, much what they've is. used for and years and years. She sings it beautifully. It is yeah. gorgeous. But uh, the rest of the movie around it is just utter garbage that's a real that's a real damn and shame and you can tell that they were just like all right whatever this is not the best cg vision so we'll just throw it on disney plus and even the credits when the credits roll there's no style to them at all it's just a black background white text <laughs> generic text f you the movie's over like that's it's basically <laughs> like a tv movie end credits it, clearly right. they just clearly they just needed something to throw out there for disney plus day which ended up not being really an eventful day at all uh, I mean, there's some good stuff out there, but it's just mainly there's just empty of announcements, you know, um, and I, it's really unfortunate, man. I really yeah. hope Zemeckis is able to turn things around. Well, also, it's possible that they're like, oh, this is going straight to streaming. Cool. We don't have to do too much here. Like nobody did any press for it either. Like yeah. Tom Hanks, none of these people did any press for it. They were just like, it's almost like everyone knew it was it. bad. Yeah, I think Disney knew that Disney execs knew that. But it's unfortunate that they did it for this, but like Pixar movies that are genuinely really good ended up on that service anyway. Yeah, so people like kind of confuse the two for like, is it Pinocchio or is it turning red, which is actually good. So, I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, really just watch it, you know, and then you, you can yeah. form your own opinion, which I, I know is so. difficult for some people. But <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, it's funny you mentioned Luke Evans because we are very slowly, like almost like one movie per weekend. We just watched the second Hobbit and mm. uh yeah, he's the human. Or not. He he's the bard. Yeah, he's in uh, in parts two and three. That's right. Those movies are fun, man. That whole river sequence is ridiculous and so funny. Like the with the barrels and the river yep, yep, and all yep. the uh-huh. orcs, but the elves are chasing them. But then they're yep. also fighting the orcs. And then the especially the part where Bomber that. kind of lands on the land after rolling and knocking out a bunch of them by accident, basically. And then his arms and legs poke out of the barrel and he starts spinning, attacking all of them, like. Dude, it was very cartoon-like, but in a in a good way, like very kind yeah, of yeah. Saturday morning fun. And so I'm glad they included that kind of stuff. The first movie was just so slow. It took like an hour to get to anything action-oriented. I shouldn't say interesting, because I do think it's interesting. It's just 
it's it can be very boring if you're looking for lord of the rings style action it Fel- takes a while fellowship was like that too right it was yeah so you know but, but they it, do fellowship at least has some moments relatively early on where they're like yeah. in the village and getting you know stalked by the evil yep, thing yep, like yep. they have some moments that kind of keep you on the edge of your seat and uh, the first hobbit didn't do that for but the second one there's probably like seven or eight moments that are just, like there's the whole woods sequence there's the barrel river sequence there's and then of course the whole dragon battle which is yeah. So well done. Talking about I good visuals. Really like, liking the second one compared to the other two. Yeah, um, the second one is really. I forgot how yeah. good the second one was. It was just the ending is like, oh f you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, it's then, good, they, and then they resolve good, the cliffhanger in the first five minutes of the next movie. Yeah, it's really it's, a, it's a good cliffhanger, but <laughs> if you were watching it in theater, needing to wait for, was it a full year between releases? I think so. I think it was like yeah, 2011 yeah. was the first one came out, and then then the dragon yeah, flying and saying, you know, I am death or whatever it is he says, yeah. and then it goes to black screen. Like that's that's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice. That's not nice. Derek is here. What's up, dude? Hello. Can you guys hear me? We can yeah. hear you. We can, can hear, hear it. Jank and all. Yeah. <laughs> Jank rising. Well, that's good timing actually, because I wanted to move over to stuff that we're playing. So perfect timing. Um, so here's a few new games uh, that are out that I wanted us to, to chat about. We'll just jump right into one of two, I would call them major releases this week. The first one is Splatoon 3. I don't think any of us are playing it. No. And it's fun for us to make fun of it, uh, but I understand yes. people love it. And it got well, good. Yeah, that's why my background is Splatoon 3, because screw this game, it's ironic. Uh, <laughs> well, it's staying in the thumbnail then. Either way, I don't care. Yep. <laughs> I don't think any of us are playing it, though. I could be wrong. Nope, never gonna. Okay. Never gonna get um, it. From the reviews, I did read a few reviews, and it does sound like it's hey, it's the best version of this thing. And people who apparently the single player mode has got some cool things that people didn't expect, and that's hmm. great. I just I'm not into it. So no, sure. Well, I mean, does it have a full on story mode? Because I bought the yeah. first Splatoon. I mean, from what, from what so, I've heard, it's story mode. Yeah. Yes, I was annoyed because the single player experience was basically just preparation for the multiplayer. It wasn't like anything cool. So I'll have to look at reviews. If it actually is like a single player story and it's actually semi interesting, then yeah, maybe I'll buy it. Not right away. I've got plenty to play, but yeah. I might g- give it a shot. Ask our buddy Gaston. He has played it and said he likes the single player. Mode. Do not respect or care about Gaston's opinion about story <laughs> or video well, that's, games that's harsh. or entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. What, what you do you what, respect Dan, his opinion? I was told that I am a little blunt and harsh. It's weird. I never You've been told this? Oh, I wasn't aware. <laughs> Derek, yeah, I, have, uh, I have a girlfriend who likes to tell me while she's crying, you're a little, you're a little harsh. Hey, Derek, what can you tell us something you do respect about Gaston's opinion on any topic? Oh, yeah. Gaston, I love you. That's all I will say. Oh. I don't respect you, but I uh-huh. love you. Got it. That's how you talk to your kids too. I don't. I, feel like. I don't know if that evens out. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if that evens you know, out. Gaston knows I'm just playing with him. Um, I mean, we do not have, for the most part, similar tastes. So I wouldn't go to him and be like, "Hey, bro, what do you think of this game?" Because I'd be like, "If you say it's good, I'm probably not gonna like it." Now I looked on Metacritic, and the score for this I think is in the mid 80s. Last I checked, let me double check that. That's 84. Cool. It's at 84. Tend to, these tend so. to always get positive reviews for what they are. Right. Know? Right. Right. Yeah. They, they are light. They yeah. are light. They are well. And it, so what I've heard is this is the this is the definitive version of that type of a game. So it is an interesting, quirky, unique thing. It's just not it our unique thing. So. But here's something that is a little also quirky and kind of unique. But at least some of us do like this style of Souls 
Bloodborne type of a game, and that's Steel Rising just came out from developer Spiders, who made Greedfall, and I believe... Are they the same team working on Greedfall 2, or is that a different team? Yeah, yeah, it's the same yeah, team. So they're, they're doing Greedfall 2, but they just released Steel Rising, which is kind of a French Revolution, somewhat cyberpunk, although I think... Nah, not cyberpunk, somewhat steampunk, but not Ste- really yeah, steam... Not yeah. really steampunk. Um, but along the lines of that, right? It's along those same lines because there's lots of these automated robots in this game called automats that yeah. have been created by this French um, scientist uh, engineer guy who they actually reference quite early on. And part of your early uh, mission is to go and track this guy down, actually, and um, from Marie Antoinette. And so, um, so yeah, that's the setting. It's like French Revolution, steampunk type of robots running around that kind of move real funny and it, silly and very very like um what's the wizard of oz the tin man very tin man like at times like it's got a lot of that aesthetic to it but it's just i mean it's a souls like game and i i know derek's played a lot more than i have but i did want to say this um i do like that they don't force you to play it as a souls like otherwise you don't get to play it at all which is yeah, a lot yeah. of souls games do that and that's their prerogative they can do that i have no problem when they do that but Sometimes a game like this that's clearly inspired by the Souls games, but they want it to be accessible. As soon as you start the game, I actually checked out some of these settings. You can turn essentially turn off all of the harsh difficulty, and then you can you have a zero to, I forget the percentage you can go to. You can really increase the yeah. amount of damage you do, decrease the amount of damage you take. You can you literally can, make it god mode. You can turn it to where you don't lose any of your resources when you die. So like a lot of times in Souls games, not a lot of times, every time you die, you have to get back to your point of death and if you don't those are gone forever which can be pretty heartbreaking it's happened to me in elden ring and other games like that plenty of times so um so yeah this is one of those games where uh they are allowing you to turn some of those things off if that really bugs you and you want to make it a little easier to experience so it'll warn you like hey you won't get some achievements here and you can't change the difficulty later you have to start over um if you want to play it the normal mode but i like that they add those options i have no problem with that uh, I don't think all Souls games need to, but it's cool that this one does. Well, so Derek... I've argued. Let me just say something about that, and then I'll talk about the game. Yeah. But like, yeah, sounds good. I've argued that I believe Souls games shouldn't have a difficulty mode because that's the whole point of the game. I even though these developers came out and said, "Hey, this is a Souls-like experience," I am okay with them adding like an assist mode, mainly because. First of all, I'm just going to acknowledge it off the top. This is not a Souls game. Like, they're they're not at that quality level. Um, and so, therefore, as a developer slash publisher trying to make money off this, I would not put that type of barrier in between me and my customer and saying, if you're not good at Souls games, stay away from me. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, and I know they have advertised it, I would advertise, yes, this is a Souls-like experience. So, if you're a Souls fan, we have something for you. If you're scared of Souls games, but you're kind of into our our setup, the way things look aesthetically, the revolution, French area, Paris, all that stuff, you're interested in that, come on in. This looks good. You know, we can make it easier for you. So I think it was a smart move on the business side, whereas I don't think FromSoftware needs to do it, and they've made it publicly clear that they don't want to do it. So my issue is more you trying to force somebody who doesn't want to do it to yeah. make right. you happy. Yeah. Whereas these guys are coming out saying, hey, we're just trying to make a Souls game, but we're also trying to make money and we want everybody to play. And I'm okay with that. Um, as far as my thoughts on the game, as I've shared, like 
in previous posts, I absolutely love Spider, mainly because to me they're a small developer who keeps getting better every time they release a game. This is actually the first time they're doing something, I would say, different. Most of the time they're following more of a, a Bioware RPG type game. This is what else not did they make that. besides Greedfall? Um, Bound Techno by Flames. Yeah, Bound by Flames. Yeah. Technomancer. Okay. okay. All games that are decent. Mm-hmm. I liked Greedfall the most, and that's where I really saw the improvement. Technomancer yeah. was an improvement over Bound by Flames. Yeah, they've been going up. Be, yeah. Yeah, they keep getting better. And for that, as far as overall presentation and how this game looks and how it plays, this game is the best one they've created. It is, again, different. Um, It's got some elements of Greedfall that I see as far as, like, you know, you can't, you know, you can't get through this door until you get this tool and stuff like that. And Greedfall was like that, where it's like you had to level up your character in certain abilities and areas in order to maybe get access to a place like that. Um, so it's kind of similar in that. But other than that, the rest of it, not even close to being the same. Yeah. Um, so I went into this game not that excited, and here's why. Because I can forgive you for not having the greatest gameplay and stuff like that if I know I'm playing an RPG um, that's built off the story and the choices you make. You're now taking that away, and you're saying this whole game is about gameplay. And so I was not expecting this game to play that great, so therefore I did not have that much excitement. That being said, it is better than I thought, but it's still not. If you're expecting a From Software, clean, crisp gameplay experience, then you're not going to get that. That's not what you're getting here. But what they are offering is, I think, something legit good, like I know people like Sasan and Hardcore Souls people have a problem with anything that's outside of From Software except for, like, Neo. This, I would see those type of people being like, this game sucks. I totally get that. I understand. But for somebody like me who's like, I'm okay with a smaller developer not being as good, I feel like this game actually surprised me. I really was. I was like, okay, I was ready to actually bash this game on the podcast or or make a post just saying this game's trash or it's average at best. And I don't feel that way. At first I did, I'll admit, the first boss you fight, he's not a, a big boss, but he's just like the first, I would say your, um, what's it called? Sub-boss or whatever. Mini-boss. He's the first thing that has like an actual boss yeah, health bar. like a boss like bar. And that was the first boss I fight. I actually got really mad because first <clears> of all, I hadn't unlocked... I died like three times against that guy. I was like, come on, this is getting annoying. And, and part of the reason I was frustrated with him, because I watched um, uh, Fight and Cowboy fight him, and he beat him in the first round. I was like, this boss looks so easy. Mm-hmm. And then I get in there, and I die three or four times. And most of the time, it was two reasons I felt like I was dying. One, I was like, I'm trying to dodge through his swings, and it's catching me. And in all Souls games, while you're dodging, they can't hit you. Right. So I wasn't understanding that, and that was pissing me off. Plus, I kept getting stuck on, like, things yes. in the uh, in that little area. Like, I would yeah. get stuck on a piece of, uh, like, a log or something there like that. were, like, piles of bodies, too, and, like, yeah. one of them kept getting stuck. In my <laughs> and I kept getting stuck, so I was like, if this is what this game's going to be, this game sucks. <laughs> and then, right after that, you unlock a gun. Yeah. And the gun actually, in the changes beginning... Changes the game. Totally changes the game. Plus, it 
I, I had the way I had my character set up. I was like, this is complete cheese mode. You just shoot a, a couple of bullets that freezes them, and then you do your special. So yeah. the weapon I'm using, the special is called a tornado, basically. And he just your character twists like two or three times, absolutely obliterating everybody you fight. I was like, I even told Rob and Jesse in my private chat, I was like, this game is beyond easy. I mean, this is hilarious how broken this is. I was wrong again, because that's that's what I like about this game. So I'm sitting here playing, destroying all these things, and it is an overpowered move, and the gun is overpowered for about a level. And then once you switch areas, you realize all other opponents start absorbing your frost bullets like they barely do anything. You would have to shoot like 20 of them to freeze them. So that becomes a waste of space. And then even your tornado move, it works if you use it correctly. If you just go in and tornado everything and just cheese it, you will get knocked back, knocked on the ground, and they will wipe you out. So I was like, cool, this game isn't dumb. It doesn't let you cheese it. So as I keep playing it, I keep adding different, and I don't know if you how many weapons you've tried to use. They give you a ton of different options. Plus, they have a store that you can buy different weapons in. And each weapon is extremely unique. There's a yeah, So I've tried the fans, stuff. the battle fans. And so I yep. have the block move, which is actually quite handy. And mm -hmm. then I've tried, there's these kind of like Wolverine claws looking yep. weapons. I like those. those. They have a cool counterattack move. Uh, and then there's this these dual blades. It's like something, something Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are the ones I've tried. All very cool and, and kind of unique in what they do. There's yeah. actually, later on, you will unlock a another dual blade same move set except okay. the special is not a tornado move it's actually the counterattack. so okay. yep. count the reason i mentioned that is fighting cowboy was playing and he was using the claws because he's like i like the counter attack and then he found the dual blade because he actually likes the move set of the dual blades yep. better but it has the counter attack so it has similar weapons mm -hmm. with different specials that you unlock later but there is a wide variety of weapons some are fire some are ice so it's got all that alchemy in there as well it's i gotta say it's a really good game if i had i, I want to throw out there too if you like the thing that hooked me on elden ring the end game i was already hooked on elden ring i loved that game from start to finish loved exploring it but what got me to play through new game plus and add so many more hours onto my playtime with that was the builds and the idea of like yeah. using your stats in a smart way with the right sets of um equipment and you know and the weapons and all that stuff i loved that i thought that was a lot of fun you're kind of creating your own classes basically this has some elements of that and i don't expect it to be anywhere near that and it's not but it has some elements and, and as you're equipping it it'll actually show you at the bottom like what stats it scales with and how and even when you're leveling things up it'll kind of tell you like hey if you level up this stat this weapon you have equipped will go up in damage or it won't like based on what it yeah. scales with so it does a good job of kind of laying that stuff out for you and as someone who really appreciates the builds of FromSoft games um that's nice that they included those those elements something there. they do do in this game that i wish from software would do that i appreciate is all the armor is stats stat based so for instance uh you start out with like 10 armor like armor 10 and then in the game, I found a chess piece that was plus 50. And I was like, heck, yes. So there's a lot of different armors. They all have stats based. So some have less armor, but maybe they have better balance and better frost resistant. And you know you're fighting frost 
uh, many frost enemies, then you're going to maybe choose that. Yeah, you got less armor, but you can handle frost attacks better. So there's a lot uh, there on the defensive side, too. So it's not just offensively. You can level up your weapons. You can level up your... um, your character you yep. can unlock new armor and different you know different stats there like i was saying so there's mm-hmm. oh and then there's um i think there's five unlocks where you can unlock maybe it's four uh where it's basically upgrades for your character mm-hmm. they're module so you get all oh, the modules keys. yeah yeah so you can unlock it's kind of like those. accessories or yeah. or talismans those kind of things yeah. yes so it starts out at level one and then you can level up to two, three, and so on. So you unlock all these. Yeah, because special... I got a grade two in that drought, but I have to Im- improve my module before I can yeah. equip that one. Yeah. And the other thing to make it a little bit easier for players and maybe take away from the redundancy, you can find this stuff in the level, but the store, the boutique, sells a lot of it. Yes, you have to give up your, I don't know what they're called, but what would be equivalent of your souls. But you can, if like, say you really want to upgrade your weapon, you want it to be more powerful, and you're like, I can't find a bronze ingot anywhere in the level, you can go buy one. It's 2,000, and then you can upload or upgrade your weapon. So I feel like this is definitely uh, gamer-friendly. So yes, it's a Souls experience, but really if you're anti-Souls games or you just haven't gotten good... This is a game that could actually ease you in to like learn the systems of a Souls game, but learn it at the pace that you want to learn that. But yeah. overall, like I said, if I was scoring this, I would give it anywhere between a 7 and an 8. Um, I see its flaws. It's objectively flawed. There's just camera issues. It is janky. The robots run like Greedfall characters, which I've always said that I really thought that they picked robots for this because they're like we can't figure out how to make our characters <laughs> not look like yeah. robots when they're you know it, it, they really almost bad. run like uh like you would see a marionette puppet move right, yeah. or run. there's something right. about it and so like part of it's like oh that kind of fits with the the look of the character that was also the case of greedfall so but yeah but in a way it doesn't because they're so the characters are tall and thin like your main character is mm. a tall thin character and you're either running straight ahead and you kind of have this weird, like everything is straight up and down. Okay, you're yeah. a robot. I get it. But then if you're turning, you kind of do this weird lean. And then you're like, there's something about moving around the environment that feels kind of like you're skating, but yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a very strange movement. The movement bothers me. It's again, it's one of those things that you can get used to. And if you're really into the gameplay, who cares what it looks like when you're running around? Cause and there's get, adjustments you can make. Fine. I would suggest pulling the camera back. I did it in Greedfall too. They have some serious camera issues in their games. But if you just move the camera all the way back, it makes things run a little bit smoother and look smoother. Um, yeah. But I, do think the, me, I do think the art style is pretty good. The overall technical it visuals. It looks really good on the PC. Techni- yeah, the technical nice visuals game. aren't amazing, but they are good. Like, I think it looks nice on the PC, like Derek just said. I think it looks pretty good. And I think the art design is pretty good. The monster design is pretty good. I mean, you know, the robot design, I guess, is, is pretty good. Yeah. You can You can edit your character a little bit. There's probably, like... A dozen or so options of you know whether it's your character's color or hairstyle or you know a couple other things there's not a whole lot you can do um and you can kind of edit but your character is going to be named aegis and you that's that's who you are like derek said there's not at least not so far that i've seen there's not a whole lot of like hey carve your own path through the story it's more like here's the story you decide how you look and how what your weapons are but here's the, the story is going to take you silent protagonist right 
No, no she talks. Oh, no? Because I swear in the trailers cool, I didn't hear her talk. She no, has she, a cool voice. She's very okay. robotic. And okay. I actually appreciate what they, how they did her voice. I was yeah. That was actually what I was going to say next is that, uh, again, a lot of the insults I hear from people that, honestly, they just suck at Souls games. It doesn't have a story. Um, it does, but shut up. But this game presents sure. itself in a way that's, I guess, more how stories are generally presented in a video game. It's yeah. done through cutscenes. You get to meet these characters. She does interact with them. Um, the cutscenes are not great. You can see again their limitation on uh, creating cutscenes and making a, li- them a little last gen looking. In- Very last gen looking. There's a lot of screen tearing. And then your facial expressions, they can only really move their eyes and their <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah. And then this all kind of stays very yeah, stiff. Yeah, yeah it's, like, so, uh, it's like being in L.A. talking to people on the street, I'm guessing. With, absolutely. Yeah. That's what they were going for. Last you know, it's interesting. Morning. Like it's, it's funny at the beginning because you have Marie Antoinette and then some lady, her friend, or her, I'm not sure who she is. But that's – they. And you guys have seen this in movies and shows, I'm sure, plenty of times, even in some games, where they want to set up the story for you without making you read, here's the setting. So she and her friend are talking about things that they both clearly already know, but they're explaining the story to you, the gamer. I was like, here's what happened, and here's what so-and-so is doing, and here's the person we're going after, and here's why. Like They explain it to you in a very kind of on-the-nose way, which is fine, but the whole setting is basically like most of the robots are no longer friendly. Uh, most of these automats, except for this one who was assigned to be your bodyguard and she'll obey whatever you say. And so that's you. That's your character. You're the one who's still potentially good and could help save Paris or whatever. So it's it's an interesting enough premise. Um, certainly not poorly done. It's just mm-hmm. like Derek said, it's all kind of in that if you go in with the right expectations, then you might even be impressed. And I think that's where Derek's coming from. Like, think about the team that's making it, the budget they had, the time they had to make this and and the fact that it runs as well as it does and delivers what it does deliver it's pretty impressive so you might actually come away impressed as opposed to just for writing me, it was worth the 30 dollars. i wouldn't be mad if i speaking only for me paid 50 for it because i'm enjoying it that much like it's one of those games when i'm not playing it i'm like now i'm watching youtube videos i'm like i just want to play it mm. so once you have me there then then you got me but for other people my recommendation because i know it will drop fast if if you're at all intrigued give this game a shot at 20 to 30 dollars and i think you'll come away if you know you didn't pay the full price i think you'll come away feeling yeah this is a pretty good game this is a good experience and you can modify it to however you want to play it so if you don't like souls games this one doesn't have to be a souls game it can literally be a third per third person action rpg that's all it is once you you dumb down the the souls like experience where you can turn off you know losing your experience and all yeah. that stuff yeah it's pretty solid um i played a little bit of that derek played more than i did but i do recommend it on cd keys for 30 bucks on pc or wait for a sale elsewhere it's bound to be on a sale it probably like greedfall will hit game pass even so i recommend uh, yeah. If you're interested, maybe just kind of put it on the wait list somewhere. Um, check it out. I'm playing another game. It's a much smaller game called Jack Move, which is a hilarious name for a game. T- a terrible name. <laughs> it's really it bad. It's awesome. It's really the, the name of it's really bad, but it's it's a cool little retro uh, turn-based RPG. That's exact. I mean, it's it's very much turn-based RPG. So if that's not your thing, you're not going to love it. It's the same folks, or at least the same publisher as Crosscode. So it kind of has that 
retro yeah. vibe while feeling modern with the animations um, and the characters move. It is a different dev. Okay, um, different dev, same publisher. Um, yeah. But um, so anyway, I, I do think it's a it's a really solid uh, little um, turn-based RPG. It's got some of the visuals walking around the town talking to folks remind me a little bit of Eastward. Remember that game from last yep. year? That, it's like that, almost like a cyberpunky, cyberpunk sort of uh, take on that a little bit. Yeah, like, it's set it's set a hundred years from now, and so things have not gone super well. That's usually the case with games, right? That are set in the future, things have not gone super well. They're not and, going well uh, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you are um, you're basically this the daughter of this as far as I know, just the dad who's in trouble with this government or big corporation. Mm. And now you're in big trouble because he's in trouble. You might have something that he hid for you and they're after him and no one can find him. And, and so they're after you too. Um, but everything's very tech centric. Sometimes to the point of feeling like a little eye rolly, like all the items, move sets, and even menus are given um, like hacker type yep. talk, like everything from glitching to hashware, patching. It's everything yeah. has that name to it, which is fine. Um, the attacks, everything's kind of like this uh, rock, paper, scissors approach. So like there's three different types of attacks, but they're all kind of like web or hacking centric, but like this kind beats that kind and so on. That's kind of like that rock, paper, scissors approach. Um, so, it's, but it's, it is pretty standard. So if you don't like turn-based combat where the menu comes up and you're standing here and they're standing there and you hit a button and then it'll just give you the order of who's attacking next. It's, it's got that old school approach to it. Um, I do, I do it, like it. Go ahead. It's, it's visually pretty nice. It's, it's that like pixel art style, but like feels like it's hand drawn. Like the, the right. animations are smooth, but has a pixelated look to it. So it like, it's just a lot of attention to detail. It That's looks why I compare classic. it to Eastward because Eastward was yeah. similar. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. pixelated, but yet with the animations, you're like, this is really detailed. Like they have yes. really specific frames for every movement they're doing here. Yeah. But, um, I really enjoy the way this game looks a lot. Yeah, so. I, do, I do recommend it if you like turn-based uh, RPG games. So it's a it's a pretty good one. Um, that's the only those are the only two new things that I'm playing. Anybody else playing something um, to talk about? My so I did um. We did buy the uh, well. It's early access because it's actually technically not out yet, and I I wasn't aware. Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, paid for it. It's on Game Pass. No, I know, but basically, because my wife likes Disney, and it basically there's a founders pack, so there's like extra, yeah, yeah. you know, extra of um whatever you want to call buy it. You buy the wife items whenever she asks for games. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah if, why do you want to nurture that? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um. But yeah, it's early access, so there's definitely yep. some jank to it. It needs, it definitely needs some sort of quality of life improvements. Yeah, but the it, game it, overall is it smooth. It crashed on me once. Already. Okay. Like in the first ten minutes, I was like, "Oh, I can't move." Oh. Really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had an issue where Remy um, was like stuck in his house, but like he needed to be in the restaurant. So like we were just like, "All right, well, this seems like the quest is literally just broken." But she had to like follow. She had to like track the quest to force him to go yeah. to the. So like little things like that. But again, early access. They'll have to fix these things, patch it, so on and so forth. I um, I lost hours of yeah. Of it's cute, right? Game. You yeah. can't you can't put it down. You're like, okay, I got this mission now. Let me go do that. It, yeah. It's a, basically a life simulation adventure game where you're involving cooking and like. Um, you're trying to clean out these vines that are causing the, for, the forgotten, right? To forget the forgotten. Yeah. And like uh, you're trying, these vines are like causing, like, I don't know, it's some type of dark spell. It's memory it. loss because yeah. that's why you're going to find them because they don't even know yeah. why they are where they are. So you're like, oh, let me go bring them back to Dreamlight yeah. Valley. So yeah. it's cool, man. And and you, your your goal is to actually, the more missions and tasks you do for these characters, these famous Disney characters, their your relationship increases with them and you get yep. perks from that. 
Um, and, and you have in-game uh, coins for cosmetic stuff and yep. uh, like furniture. And then you have actual like dream light currency, which is like you get through doing stuff in the game. So the cosmetics, obviously, that's the stuff you can pay money for. Yep, yep. But you have to actually do tasks to move the story, like the story, quote unquote. Yeah. And unlock worlds and stuff like that. So it's on mobile too, or is this just on consoles? It's, it's. Just, I think it's just. On I think consoles it's. I think PC. it's just console. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But but this this developer did make the mobile. It's Disney game lost. Magic Kingdoms uh, game. Okay. And yeah. So this is basically like an upscaled version of that. Yeah. Um, game oh, the, the big Disney mobile game recently was Mirrorverse. That's yeah. Okay. 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 Got it. Yeah, but it's got kind of a little bit of that Animal Crossing-ness where, like, you're customizing your house. You can do all that stuff. Um, you can you can uh, grow some crops. Uh, nothing too complicated. But all those sort of little elements there, like you said, the life sim stuff is there. So It's meant for anybody of any age to pick it up. I mean, I mean yeah. obviously with not a two-year-old, but you know what I mean. Somebody yeah. a little bit older than that. But, yeah, it's meant for, like, you know everybody to be able to enjoy yeah. it. So it's yeah. very easy. But yeah, I was I was skipping inside. this game it's, completely. So I was skipping this completely until I saw Jeff start talking about it in our yeah. chat. And now hearing you both it's talk about... It's genuinely fun. Yes. Yeah, with <laughs> any kind of positivity, I'm like... I, yeah. I would say I if you're still a don't fan. believe you, but I now I'm going to start... I would look yeah. at reviews, too. Reviews, actually, are Kyle's kind to the game as well. So it's, Again, it's if you're not into that life sims type thing, like if you didn't care about Animal Crossing and what is the actual mechanics and like what you're doing in that, you might not care for this. But if you're like a super hardcore Disney fan, you're going to be intrigued. You're going to be like, oh, I get to like, I get to find Wally and... And, yeah. and plant a little I home own here. Every for... Disney Infinity figure, and please edit that out, Tim. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna say, "I own every." Piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I assume he said dildos. So <laughs> you could just you could put the themed. robot voice. Put the ro dildos. <laughs> They're Disney themed. They're Disney themed. <laughs> the Stitch one is really. Never mind. Okay. That's, that's... <laughs> extra tentacles. Extra tentacles. Right. Extra tentacles. Oh. Oh, good lord. Well, I would, uh, anyway, I this game is wholesome, and that was not. I did not, not expect to hear positive <laughs> thoughts on on this game. Like, if you would have told me a couple too. weeks ago, like, hey, too. someone's going to come on the show, a regular, on your podcast, and talk about <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. But, oh, Dan, what do you have? What is this? No. Oh, no way. But, oh, but, uh... Oh, Dan, do, you, do you guys? Do you guys? For can you guys our, give me? Can you guys give me some ball? Oh, oh, oh. So oh, for no, our listeners, Dan Dan has huh? a mug that right. says, "Could you give me a ball?" Oh, oh, oh. And it, not only that, but it has a very fancy character underneath. Mr. Uh, you can uh, buy that in our merch store. It's yeah. roosterteeth.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty excellent. That's pretty excellent. Um, I keep up the bit. I got to keep up the bit. You know. Well. Uh, Go ahead, go ahead. Dan, well, now Jeffrey. that Kyle's here, I think Kyle's the only other one that finished. I had, I had one. I had one. I had a game I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I was going to ask about any more games. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I uh, I want to talk about the new uh, Cyberpunk update uh, because oh, uh, they they released a lot of stuff on that, and I, I've I've put oh, a lot of time wait. into trying to. They check did a lot an update on top of announcing the expansion. Yeah, yeah the update came out the day that that happened. Oh, new cool. gigs, new armor, new clothes, Ooh. new weapons. Uh, you, UI cleanup, you know, uh, there's some, um, you know, uh, since the, the game has come out, they've done a lot of these updates and just the flow of the game is a lot better, but that didn't happen in this update. I think that was a, a previous update, just the way that they uh, roll out the missions and guide you through the world. It's not as like, wow, there's just like too much to do. Like, I don't know which direction to go in or whatever. Like it, it just, it feels a little more drip fed, you know? So, um, uh, that that it just it makes for a cleaner experience. But the new stuff here is really cool. Uh, you have a lot of the stuff from like the Edge Runner anime that's about to come out. Uh, they just Ooh, gifted yes. you yeah. like dozens and dozens and dozens of clothes. Which the thing I wanted to talk about the most is Transmog, uh, 
which is which is fun. I like the idea of being able to wear whatever I want to uh, in a game or whatever. But it's never something I super care about. You know what I mean? I'm never like, oh, I can't believe they don't have transmog in this game. Uh, <laughs> when I was playing this game, I I maybe looked dumb for a hundred percent of this game. There is no point at any time I ever look cool in this game because yeah. like all of your gear is constantly changing because it's an RPG, right, right, you know. Right. But like maybe you're putting on a do rag, but you're also wearing a bicycle hat, you know, and right. like. You know, it's just it. You look like someone threw up a wardrobe on you for like yes. the majority of that game. <laughs> Conflicting did, yeah. colors, all this stuff, and like it was very annoying for me the entire game. Yeah. yeah now I you agree. can have. Now you can. Now you can set up uh, as long as you have uh, the article of clothing in your inventory or in your stash or whatever. Uh, you can make up to eight different outfits, and whatever you have equipment wise on you is 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 what your stats are. But you mm. can choose your outfits now, and now like shopping in this game is a lot of fun. I, I maybe spent two hours like creating eight different outfits for like different experiences, you know. So now, I, now I have like my battle outfit, I have my clubbing outfit, you know. I have my like I'm going to the wasteland. I got to get my wastelander outfit on, you know. Like and it's like, uh, you know, I, I'm really into like addressing for the occasion in this game or whatever. Did you and jump into your you existing save to do this, Kyle? Or did yeah, you absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it's totally user. It's totally friendly, and and all this stuff happens in your apartment. So it's like okay. you just kind of walk up to your wardrobe and you can just kind of start mixing and matching. If you have, you know, a bunch of clothes, if you don't, it's time to go out and go shopping. Throw all those clothes in your stash so they're not weighing you down. And you can choose that stuff whenever you want. And, uh, man, I'm just having a good time with it. And people are like, oh, it's not a big deal. You can't really see yourself. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah. but I know what I'm wearing. You know, I just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm invested enough. You're in I, that I, pause I, menu a lot. You're, you're in the pause menu. You're, yeah, out, you're tinkering around. You, you, I, I feel like you see yourself enough where you're looking at yourself right. in a mirror. You catch yourself in a reflection. This, the city is very reflective. Oh, I'm always on a bike. Yeah. Oh, if you're on a bike or you're, you're uh, yeah, you see yourself too. I'm, I'm always on a bike as well. So you, you can definitely bike see yourself. Outfit. Thank you, Derek. Yeah. Yep. You can, I, I put on your bike outfit. You got to put, put on, on your, your helmet when you get on your bike. Yeah. You know, it really me. bothered me too. It was, it, uh, you know, wearing like a, like a leopard print, like, you know, uh, whatever, like with like gym shorts, like, like <laughs> up to my final mission, you know, like it's just stupid. I, dude. I, like, I literally, it's something I literally, a character <laughs> Jeff would create on. You know, you know, yeah, I know I, Jeff. I, this I is Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally wore weaker stuff because I didn't like the mismatching. Like I was like, oh, well, this, I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot. Of, I think a lot of people did, and uh, yeah. so it's 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 just. I'm so glad that that's here and, and talk about something that doesn't feel like a big thing, but it just is because this game's all about style and vibe and stuff like that, and it's it's yeah. cool to kind of get to like walk around in this kind of power fantasy here the way that you want to look and everything i think so. it would have been cooler if they and maybe they had it and i never found it but if they would have done like they did in the witcher like i got obsessed with going and getting all the elite like witcher outfits yeah, yeah yes yeah, same here they were yeah. an entire set yeah and i think if they would have had cool like looking sets that were high powered yeah, and they add their bonuses and stuff like that. I think that. I think been that stuff is out there, and it was a little more buried, and now that stuff is a little more forward-facing loot or or on the path, like on missions like that. They restructured a lot of stuff. Like the game is just a better experience now, just all in all. And, and I it love runs, the Witcher. That, it that runs. Did that? I love that. It, same here. Yeah, I love all those Witcher class schools and gear and and, and swords mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and the, uh, they really upped like the importance of like iconic uh, weapons and stuff like that in this game as well. So it's nice. like collecting all those weapons and legendaries and stuff. Like it's just waiting it's just, for new game plus, and then I'm it just feels good. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people are waiting for new game plus. So uh, I hope like that that will still be waiting for it. For yeah, I hope that comes out for people whenever. You, that you know, happens. though, to be fair, uh, CD Projekt Red at CD Projekt Red added that to Witcher as one of their free updates. Separate from their expansions, right? So they, 
I don't see them ignoring this. It's just one of those things they're probably trying to get it right for whatever reason. It yeah, I mean, it took this long for the game to run well for a lot of people. So, right. And, yeah. And yeah, getting they had to and, fix that, that becomes and, and getting and and just to say, like it running on next gen consoles now more than ever, especially after this update, it is just like a perfectly smooth running game. And I yeah. and I'm saying that as someone who didn't really have issues like when the game came out. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Now the game I'm playing now, I'm just like, boy, you know, like even me, like I, you would be totally dumb. To not to not say that this game is uh, running better on hard, better hardware and stuff like that, and just it's a smoother experience now. And just uh, what year did this? Looks, was this 2020? 2020, very, is, very December 2020. Yeah, yeah. The, the end of 2020. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So it's really cool to see them supporting this in the right ways, and uh, you know, kind of reminds you of something like No Man's Sky, where that game was not a disaster for everyone who played it, yeah. but a lot of folks were like, this isn't what I wanted, it's not working yeah. the way I wanted, but you stick with it, you keep at it, you keep making it more of the game they you promised. They both fixed it the same way, too. They and, just yeah. shut up and fixed it, you know yes. what I mean? Both developers, yes. uh, you know, they didn't, They didn't like, argue back and forth with the gamers, like, you're just doing sure. it wrong. No, they never, you know, they were, they were obviously listening to what needed to be fixed, because things are fixed now, in both of these games, and it's just yeah. like, it, it's cool oh. when developers just realize that, instead of like, you know, you could see EA trying to put a spin on it, like, well, guys, you know, right. like, yeah. <laughs> like not Absolutely. owning it and talking about it weekly, you know, like with uh, Anthem, like they were so yeah. vocal about Anthem as it sank, <laughs> like screaming, this game is going to be great, guys. I swear in the boat sinking, you know, like it's it's uh, I'm glad that that's yeah. not the and the now it sank. Characters. It's literally it uh, Anthem doesn't yeah. <laughs> literally can't play that game anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> boy, I. I, I was excited for that game when they announced Iron it. Man, the Man, game, me too. It. Jeff and I played it. hours of that game together. Yeah. Yeah. It did not. And then I beat it. You kept going after you beat it, but when I beat guess it, guess what? You, hey, guess I how much is like, after? I'm done. No, nothing, nothing. Yeah. There, there isn't anything. So I yeah. tried to play more, and I'm like, there's not, there's nothing real to play. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nothing here. I beat the, I beat the story, and then tried to play the end game, and I was like, I don't. So for Cy, for Cyberpunk 2077, am I the only one who hasn't finished the story of that game? Because you guys all have, right? Didn't you all? I, I, fin- I finished, yeah. Yeah. I finished a corpo run, yeah. Or yeah, my run, anyways, yeah. Yeah, I need, I need to jump back in. I'm probably gonna start over. It's been too long since I've you played should. it. I think it's. It, I think you'll appreciate because you'll you'll be able to replay the parts that you played, and you'll be like, yeah. oh, this stuff isn't a mess anymore. Yeah. And I mean that from a UI perspective, also, and like not right. just like a performance perspective, but like it was a bit. Even the inventory is a little changed and streamlined. Like since you played it, like they I think you're gonna. Yeah. They did that with Witcher too, though. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. I wanted to bring up is that Witcher. If you play the vanilla version and then you play it now like the menus look completely different in every do. in every way you know they so. do including some of the more advanced upgrades you get over time as you start to infuse different items into your yep. into yourself or into your weapons or whatever yeah the the ui totally different from when that game launched um yeah i what i want to do is i want to figure out how to get gog galaxy running on um on the steam deck, deck steam deck because i know there's a way to do it i just haven't done it yet because that's where I own Cyberpunk is on the GOG Galaxy yep. launch. Does it not run yeah. on the Steam Deck? Is it on a native? You just have to, just like with uh, Xbox or with Epic Games, you have to do some special things to install it. Oh, I. It's not on Steam. Okay, I'm okay. Or it you might don't be have on it Steam. On, you, but you, I don't you don't have. You don't own you it on Steam. You can add it to Steam, yeah. and then if you're close enough to your computer, you can stream it on your Steam yeah. Deck. Okay. Right. So um, anyway, very cool. I'm glad to hear that uh, th- of those improvements. And then the last thing I want to talk about with, as far as at least newer things that are out uh, or new updates, that kind of thing, is Cobra Kai Season 5. I kind of forgot that that was launching in September. I don't know why I was thinking 
Christmas season time. Season four was like not that long ago. It was yeah. literally this year. Yeah. Yeah. This year. <laughs> yeah. So season wow. five is right. it's almost it's almost like this show doesn't take a ton of no. I have a feeling like, that's why Netflix is just like, whatever, just keep renewing it. It's, it's, I, but I also, it's like, these kids are, are already 40 looking. We have to shoot this show now. But yeah. Ralph like, what's, like, what's it like? Ralph Macchio's really daughter is like 28 in real life. And she, yeah. <laughs> but he is, he way, is yeah. one of the best aging. He's in his 50s, right? Like, yeah. he's I think so. Yeah. yeah. So what do you guys think of it? What do you guys think of the latest season? More of the same? In a good it way, is, but I love more of the same. It's yeah. you know, uh, and I. But I also, think, like it, it feels like it really gets kind of epic. Also, you know it does, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I feel score, like the score is like, oh, this is very cinematic, and yeah, things are happening uh, that like the, the stakes are really high. Of, yeah. yeah, very high stakes, and uh, and yeah, yeah. The it's not just about kids fighting ever, anymore, you know? man. Yeah, yeah, like these these, these are like martial arts masters who are very mad at each other, <laughs> yes. and like. <laughs> Lots of laws are broken by Some the time we're like, season <laughs> Yeah, like they're like they're lots of laws. They, they they drop the f bomb like ten times in the season. Like Ooh. so, it's like the the show is like growing up with like it, it's, yeah. it's it's newly found audience, but also yeah. you know resonating with the older folks like us that are watching it. So. Did you know what I love about it is that this is a show that totally gets away with the classic soap opera type of scene change. Yeah, so like, the grassy style. Opera, yeah, in a soap opera, at the end of almost every scene, something profound or threatening or scary, whatever will be. Said, and then it zooms yeah. in on a character kind of goes like mm. and it kind of like yeah. and this show a lot of that using a lot show, of like it'll zoom in on crease as he says something like you'll learn to regret it and it'll zoom in yeah, on him or whatever like i think they do it to him a lot i still like it yeah. I, i'm still i'm okay with it it's yeah funny. i like it's it. funny because you guys have praised it for a while and it's like i i just i almost can't take it seriously but clear i know you guys obviously are enjoying it there's just obviously something cheesy from the outside looking in know, like, i compared it to they a, know it's cheesy they know it's there and they lean into it in a way that like erases it i don't know it's like it, they yeah. like a, add some balance to it. I don't know. There's a friend right. of mine who does not like the show, and he was very critical of it, how cheesy it is, and he doesn't understand mm. why people love it. And I was like, it's to me, and maybe this is a bad comparison. This is just for me. For me, it's the same reason I still love wrestling, especially like late mm. '90s, early 2000s wrestling. Yeah. Sure. There's sure, not yeah, yeah, one yeah. question in my mind that this is fake and bad acting and like silly yep. moments. <laughs> But I freaking love it, and I'll I'll rewatch the highlights from DX and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. NWO. I'll rewatch that stuff all day long, yeah. and that's all I like. And so this is the same thing to me, where it's like, oh yeah, this is cheesy, but yeah. boy, do I still get chills See, during certain this is, songs. This is a, I, uh, absolutely. I can vibe with yeah. that. I can vibe. So with many that. 80s songs just like just randomly start well, playing, like every season. Yeah. I think <laughs> for a lot of people, I'm not saying for everybody, it's nostalgia. So oh, yeah. if well, you go back and watch the old Karate Kid movies. God, were they bad, Lucci? Yeah, I I bring that up often. As someone who did grow up watching them, I was like, so not when good I movies. was a kid, when I watched them, I wasn't aware of how cheesy they were. I just sure. simply said, "This is good," because I wasn't a, I don't know. I feel a like critic, nowadays everybody's a their opinions are professional and they're critics. They're, they're all professional. Yeah, critics. we're all critics, and we're always looking for something bad to say about something. Yeah, true. But when I was a kid, I was just like. I wasn't going, oh, that's unrealistic. You can't <laughs> kick like that. You can't do that. You can't do a crane kick and just defeat somebody. I was somebody. just like, that's so cool. It's Nobody's ever to, done it, that before. Yeah. Well, it just speaks to that, like, you know, like, uh, wow, this bully's getting his butt kicked by some, you know, new kid or whatever. Yeah. Like, that. let's talk about a story that resonates with a bunch of people, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and Gary Goldman has a great bit about uh, the crane kick, no can defend, and then he talks about, like, it turns out crane kick 
can defend. Like, it's just really, really funny, like, uh, his whole bit about that. Because he talks about Karate Kid, too, with it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm... Uh, I, I just love how they're able to, like, take those movies that I would agree with Kyle are not very good and then like make them matter more like i mean there's they're they're telling stories with these adult characters now and mm-hmm. showing flashbacks yeah. Yeah, yeah. at very important yeah. moments in the show that makes me go oh maybe those movies um, were good no they're not yeah no no very no, no, reminiscent like, of dragon ball right kyle you yeah, know very, kind of referring absolutely. back to dragon ball i mean absolutely but like in in the last season there was a lot of like boy but do you remember that typhoon i was like boy yeah there that's right. He saves me out of type. And I stop it. That movie sucked. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like the show makes it like, like, like Jeff said it, that, that moment recontextualized matters because like, that was a traumatic experience for these people who yeah. are now adults, like reflecting back on that. But the, like when yeah. you're watching the movie, you're like, why would they make a second one of these? You know, <laughs> I don't remember what season it was. I only got through the first three seasons, but like there's a season where they kind of changed your perspective on like, you know, the first movie's all about making, I think, Johnny look like the bad guy. He's, you know, a piece of crap. And then you watch the, the show and you're like, wait, was he the bad guy? Yeah. Like, things were done to him. And if I was in his shoes, maybe I would have been a jerk. So they yeah. did a good job of, like, mm-hmm. taking something that back in the 80s, that's what you did. You made a good guy. You made a bad guy. The bad yeah. guy was just bad because he was bad. The good guy was good because, yep. well, he's the main character. And then they went, no, we're going to go in this show. Now we have a new main character. He's the bad guy or one of the main characters. He's the bad guy from the movie. Now we're going to give you backstory on him. We're going to show you in a, show him in a sympathetic way. And now you can go back to the movie yeah. and go, oh, I was wrong. You also, know, he's, a, he's a lovable, sarcastic loser. Yeah, like he kind of like things are oh, he's man. so he dry. So freaking and funny. The state and, that. Like, Oh my god, dude! The stuff that he says or just misunderstands is like the best. I mean, in the that's why world. Barney Stinson. That's why Barney Stinson loves him, man. Dude, yeah, when he first he's, he's gets a the idiot, and learns dude. how to search for stuff, like his first few he calls searches, it goggle. He's like, I goggled that. Goggled, I goggled yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> so good. There's a there's a point where he tries a white claw, and I just I lost it, dude. Oh yeah, that's so it's, great. <laughs> it's such a funny freaking moment. Uh, I don't uh, want to spoil it, uh, but he has moments like that throughout where he's he's just. He'll always like uh, ask about a new thing he hasn't heard of that exists in modern society, uh, and he'll be like, "Yeah, but is it badass?" <laughs> yeah. And then if somebody goes, "Yeah," he'll be like, "Yeah, Dude, all right, the, then let's the, do the it." The Billy <laughs> Eilish, like Billy Eilish, Billy Idol, like mix up was super funny yeah. to me. He's like, "Oh yeah," ch-, like he's like Uber driving, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put on some Billy uh, Billy Idol because he mishears them and puts on like yeah, Billy yeah. Idol, and they're like, "What well, is also, this?" Also, when he when he names Stupid. a new dojo like Eagle Fang, like why'd you name that? He's yeah. like, "Cause it's badass." Like that's just like <laughs> yeah. he's not wrong. Cool. He's not yeah. wrong. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, Eagle Fang, but they, even love... in the show, characters like that's so dumb, and he's like, "Yeah, but nah, it's awesome." I love that the actor that plays Terry Silver did pretty much nothing his career. I mean, I guess in my opinion, I don't, I haven't seen him in anything. And then he comes back in this, and he's just like putting on one of the best villain performances in TV all year. Like, yeah, yeah, it's It's super menacing. Yeah, such a natural. Was he in Power Rangers? Because he looks like the white Power Ranger. Is, um, is that his Jason real Jason pony? Frank? Is, hold on. Oh, you're being ponytail racist? I'm not going to A little bit. That. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Jason Frank. That's Jason Frank. My I'm bad. Like, by the way, also one of my favorite lines uh, is when Johnny says, I want to take that ponytail and shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I want to know if that's his real ponytail. Like, is, is that his <laughs> that real hair? It makes no sense. It's yeah. so it makes no sense. It's badass. Um, I will. I will say one last thing about it. Uh, this season's uh, about uh, Chosen a lot, which is like... Uh, uh, 
uh, what's his face's like enemy from the second movie. Mm. Uh, they introduce him like last season when he goes back to Japan. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's he's a big part this season, and he's like the best part for me about this whole about this whole yeah. season. They 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 made again they made a character uh, in a movie that I don't care about, and brought him in and made me care so much about like his story and like what his what this means to him yeah. that there's been multiple times I go Jeff. I like this show a lot, and I know I like it. Shouldn't be this good. Like this show is like really stupid and cheesy <laughs> yeah. and dumb, and like I can't so believe I, I'm like a lot of a lot in. of like '80s rock montages happening. Oh, dude, throughout. so many, so many that's times that's like so an '80s good. song will just like kick in, and I'm just like, oh man, I so don't know. Like I, it's attacking too. You know. The villain guy who he fights at the end, they just make him like total straight up villain, just like Johnny from Karate Kid One. But in the series, even before this season, just like Derek was saying, they kind of make you rethink a bit. Like, actually, yeah. Daniel was yeah. kind of an invader yeah. and took Daniel that guy's girlfriend a, again. Yeah, just like, when he did it again. Man. This guy's just taking so, like, girlfriends everywhere. Daniel's kind of the worst. Like, the more you kind of keep revisiting yeah. these, you're like, dude, yeah. he's a girlfriend. And when you revisit girl. those things as an adult, it's just how adulthood kind of recontextualizes everything with your youth. Yeah. And how yeah. Uh, yeah. Cobra Kai, when you look at that dojo or whatever Terry Silver's turned it into or Crease. Um, as an adult, it's like, oh, they're just brainwashing these kids. These kids are pretty much just like, they say it several times in this season. You don't know what it's like in there. Like, yeah. you're yeah. just kind of just a victim to whatever your sensei is spouting. And yep. yeah. yeah, I don't know. What a cool show. Really well. I'm excited and, to watch it. This is a good one season. to like show your kids, you know, because yeah. like there's like some like stuff to learn and it's fun. And, you know, I there's, feel like it's, it's, uh, it's friendly enough. I, yeah. I I guess it's getting a little darker as it's going along. But there, for sure. But there's <clears> yeah. a, the way that it ends. And they've done this before with like season three or something. Uh, the way that it ends ends in a way where you're like, well, if they don't get renewed, then I'll be fine with that because they ended it kind of beautifully. Uh, so. Um, very corny action '80s ending for sure. Love it. Like, I need I need more of that in my but life. Like the yeah, way they ended yeah. it, like there's there is a hanging thread, but like if they don't they renew could leave for it. whatever reason, yeah. I would still be satisfied. Like it's yeah. very interesting. That's like one of the most well, impossible things to do with television. You always left me smiling and satisfied. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. I remember that when uh, Michael just can't resist it. She can go all day long. And, yeah. That must be really hard. And Packer's sitting there going like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "That's what she said." That's and he's like, "Thank you, thank you to everyone." Like yeah. he just did something clever. Oh, that so one bad. in the uh, that one in the dinner party one are the best ones. Yeah, so good. So oh good. God, sorry, we're talking about the office. Those of you who aren't uh, following with us. Okay. So uh, one of the things I wanted to do before we you know do some headlines and then wrap this up, I wanted to talk about some what I would consider to be relatively forgotten games. And I, my list of these games got. Way too long, so we'll revisit this in the future. Uh, maybe in future episodes, we'll bring this back as another segment. I'm just going to focus on three. There's so many that we could to, <coughs> like. Hey, I what only, happened? I only found four. That's interesting that you have. Uh, but what I happened? Found, I found so many. Um, and so, by the way, these aren't games that like don't exist. It's more like this was announced. I, th- I thought it was supposed to come out. Where is it? And so there's so, so these three that I picked are actually relatively relatively recently announced. And they've gone totally quiet on them in terms well, of because like, if they're older from the '90s, they're clearly those games are they're dead. gone. Like, right. so exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't I didn't do stuff that's even from like the early 2000s that are like, well, yeah. they obviously canceled Rogue or whatever that Rockstar game was. You know, Agent. like some. Oh, uh, see that that's my whole list Agent, is like yeah. can- canceled games that they. So never like really, there's canceled yeah. games, but these these are what I would consider like forgotten games that hey maybe this week we'll get an update on because they are actually coming out. Some of these are definitely arriving, but I'm like, where are they? So yeah. it's it's a little bit of that. So um, so the first one that jumped out to me is one that I've actually been anticipating for quite a while, both just based on the 
the visual style alone, but also the gameplay looks fun. And that is Little Devil Inside. Oh, yes. I'm wondering yeah. where in the world this game is. So this game, of course, was announced for PS4. Well, let me just take you way back because I, I didn't know all this until I looked it up. This yeah, game was a Kickstarter back in 2015. I didn't know that. Uh, maybe you can see this already. But the t- first target release for the Kickstarter was fall 2016. They wanted to release <laughs> it on oh PC. So they got tons of support, though, and like a lot of like really popular Kickstarter campaigns. So much support meant, hey, let's make this thing bigger. So they started to broaden out what it was going to be. And eventually, they, they missed that release date, obviously. And then they said, hey, we're going to launch this in late 2018. And they got a lot of support. Uh, from people for that and then it was re-revealed they went totally quiet on it it didn't release in 2018 obviously and then in 2020 in that june playstation uh five reveal event it was revealed as like this ps4 ps5 timed exclusive because it's Mm -hmm. still currently listed as switch ps4 ps5 xbox and pc um but it was announced as a, a timed exclusive in 2020 um but they didn't give a release date just said it's coming to ps4 and ps5 timed exclusive okay and they they kind of re-revealed it and then CES that following January, it was listed as a July 2021 release. So we expected it last summer. It was kind of on my calendar as a game to maybe play last summer. Yeah. And it just, that that date was just removed and never referenced again. Yep. And then all of a sudden, last October, the last time we really heard anything about it was we're coming up on almost a year. That's why I consider it sort of a more modern forgotten game. Like, where is this game? They did a deep dive on the gameplay 11 months ago and we haven't heard anything since then so they did this state of play live stream did a featured in-depth look at the game new footage gameplay i don't know if you guys remember this but it looked great it kind of it looked close yeah. to complete and now here we are 11 months later there's been yeah. nothing nothing official at least you know you've had a rumor mill here and there about different things but there's been nothing so is this going to be like a surprise drop like oh it's ready here it is or is this like hey it hit some major snags or like I don't know what's going on with this game, but I don't know. I I know it's a smaller dev because it's an indie dev. Um, So usually with that, I just always assume like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a small team. It's taken them a while. I don't know. That's the thing. A few of the ones that I found are it's very public what happened with the games being in limbo because the developer left. Like I had like a head developer, like director left uh, or retired. Um, So like, yeah, like what's going on with these indie games that we're like we're excited about? Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's my first one, Little Devil Inside. I I would love to see, you know, Sony somehow make it work for this holiday. That'd be a fun holiday game to see. Or even why not February of next year? It's pretty empty, I think. February yeah. March, it's pretty empty. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> but it would be. I, I would still. I'd love to play this game. I hope it actually arrives. Maybe it's going to be a PlayStation Plus game like Stray. You know, maybe it'll be like that. So anyway. Seems like it would be. So that's number one. Uh, second game that I have been wondering where it is i haven't seen anything about it in a while it's announced in 2019 as a switch exclusive to follow up golf story was sports story so this game Mm. was supposed to take that golf story formula it's kind of that rpg like a 16-bit 32-bit rpg um it's kind of goofy very tongue-in-cheek humor Mm. and you're gonna build up your character and play all these rounds of golf and it was pretty fun i liked that game it was one of my kind of favorite unexpected games that year it was really fun and then they announced Sports Story, which is going to have tennis and, and a bunch of other games added to it. Um, the last update we got was summer of last year, at least the last official update. Their their Twitter account has gone silent, as far as I can tell, yeah. since last summer. I just looked that up. <laughs> um, and the last update was them saying, like, hey, the game's gotten much bigger than we anticipated, multiple career mode options, especially for tennis and other things. And so, like, 
we're working on it. It was basically what it was. Um, then they stopped updating on it. It's just gone totally quiet. And now we are 15 months past that. And there's been, no, and we've had lots of, you know, Nintendo indie directs, you know, opportunities for them to say something. It's been very, very quiet on Sports Story. So that's one that I'm wondering, where is that? Yeah. And the last one, um, I don't know how many of you enjoyed playing um, Senua's, uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Was that what the first one was called? Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the title's a little confusing because I think it was Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice and now it's Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. So whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure the order of things, why they swapped them around. But sure. th- this game was announced uh, at the 2019 Game Awards. Um, it is one of the first big-time games that we know of that's planning to use Unreal Engine 5, which is awesome. Um, last thing we saw was at the 2021 Game Awards. So it was announced in 2019. More recent for some reason. It was announced in 2019. The most recent thing we saw was this great six-minute trailer yeah. um, at the Game Awards. So this one isn't forgotten, but it's gotten, weird, in my opinion, weirdly quiet for a major exclusive that's that was announced we're coming up on three years ago um that had a pretty big trailer six minute kind of story slash some gameplay trailer and where is this game no not not even a release window not even saying you know winter 2023 or you know what i mean like nothing so i i do wonder where in the world is this game and it could be the same thing with the other two where it's hey the scope just grew and the team needs more time it's like all right that's that's fair but it does seem weirdly quiet um Mm. front i think I think it seems really fun. So what do you guys think about those three games? Do you think we'll see them anytime soon? Uh, what are your thoughts on those three? Little Devil Inside, Sports Story, Senua's Son. I mean, I'm definitely... We'll played first out of all three of those, if I'm honest. You want yeah. to? Is that what you said? No, I think we will get that one first. But mm-hmm. Oh, you think we will get it? Okay. Yeah. Just because of who's backing that one, you know? like Xbox. Who's backing it? And I've seen updates on it. Like, whereas... Well, the other two, I'll be honest, I don't care about. So I didn't, I didn't check, but... Uh, Senua, oh, shocker. What, what updates have they done on Hellblade 2? Well, like every time Xbox does a show, I won't say every time. Most times when they do a show, they do either a new trailer or they talk about how it's coming soon. Also, Ninja Theory does like every once in a while they'll do insider info for people that follow them and they'll talk about development stuff now they've been quieter with this game but i also think that's because of who again who's backing it whereas when they were releasing it on their own the first one they were definitely more open because they they wanted you to know everything what they're going through how much it costs when they potentially will release it please pre-order we need your support whereas now they're like we don't need your support we've got microsoft (laughs) we're good Um, yeah. But they still update it and stuff like that. That's good. The game that actually came to my mind as you were talking was Beyond Good and Evil 2. That that mm. was on my backup list to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, one of my, like, that's on my that's backup list. Like, I won't say that I'm excited for it, but when they showed it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then it just literally disappeared. Gone. Yeah. There was a couple they of even things. even had a developer but... walkthrough that looked yeah, yeah. amazing. It, yeah. Looked yeah. So like, it was like an hour-long right. video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, but yeah, I have that one, and uh, this one is related. Uh, wild, where you can uh, yeah, yep, jump from animal to animal, and like, yep. just I've been oh, trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. trying to search for the name for that game so, this entire like, time, uh, Jeff. So thank you. So, that was a PS4 exclusive. 
right? I, th- I don't know. I, think, it's a new I thought that was Xbox. Xbox. Maybe it was Xbox. Maybe it was Xbox. Either way, both Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wilder, Ubisoft games, and it was by like the same. Oh, it was Ubisoft. Game. Okay. It was the same creative director, and he retired, and both those games have been in limbo ever both since. Both those games have probably been accused since of sexual harassment. Retired. And <laughs> yeah, it was something to do with that, I guess. Uh, could be. So, it really, I mean, truly uh, could be. Yeah. Um, um, when you said Wild, I thought of. Beyond Good and Evil. When you said you said wild, I thought of Everwild, which was another one that oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. announced. That oh, the art style looked really cool, but then they talked about going back to the drawing board. So we did kind of get no, an update wild that was hey, like they're announced in like 2017 or something. Yeah, Wild is older. Ago. Everwild was more recent. Yeah, okay, I'm but probably then I'm Everwild. pretty sure Everwild. They said we're going back. We're kind back of like, we're not happy, and we're going to kind of reboot the. Yeah. So I think it's I think they communicated about that about a year ago, but they let us know like kind of like with yeah. Metroid Prime Four, which is also on my list, but it's like, but they said we're gonna start over that we're not happy yeah. with what's going on. We're That's just gonna right. scrap they did this say and that start recently, over. Didn't they? So yeah, and same yeah. with Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake, which is on oh my, my list God, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. But they said we're starting over, like we just aren't so happy. So it's basically that. a Ubisoft problem. <laughs> it could it seems be. like it. It could um, be with that, Assassin's Creed so, not revealed. And what else comes to your guys' <laughs> yeah. mind for this? What else comes um, to your guys' mind for forgotten games? Drag, Dragon Age Four. I mean that that was announced quite a while ago, and then it was been very ago. very quiet. Yeah. yeah, I and mean we what, know it's coming. That, but it's, that right. went through a major redesign as well. Remember, right. it was a games oh as a service yes, game, exactly. and then they're like, "Wait, that's not a good idea," and we're like, yep. "Yeah, we know." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. EA's so that was leadership has been. Very, very, um, very poor. There's, uh, yeah. oh, there's uh, an indie game by the Firewatch developer in the Valley of Gods. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. That they yep. showed trailers the yeah. year the year that they announced it. They kept showing stuff every now and then at a showcase, and like, I'm like, hot, cool, this this looks almost done. This is great, yeah. and then nothing, absolutely nothing for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird, man. Uh, a couple hey, others that I'll mention since we're doing a longer list. Uh, front Front Mission First remake for the Switch. Oh yeah, yeah. It was listed as a summer 2022 game on their website. It was revealed early this year, so it's not forgotten, but it's like it was listed as a summer game, and we haven't seen any kind of like, hey, it's been delayed. There's been nothing. So that one's weirdly quiet. Same with Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. They delayed it because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Totally understandable. I get it. But it's also just now TBA by Nintendo. So it's like, was the game also not ready in addition to you trying to be sensitive, or are you just waiting for the conflict to be over? Like, what... It's not like the other Advance War games came out and there was no violence in the world. So I'm a little bit like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know yeah. that sounds cold and no, cold. Tim, it was the perfect like, moment no, in really, time. Though. Perfect moment in time. No violence is happening. <laughs> yeah. No, so, J- Japan studios are really weird about that because then they do the yeah. same thing for that like Motorstorm game where like yeah, after a big yeah, yeah. tsunami, they're like, well, we, can't, right? we can't put out Apocalypse. Oh, and I'm that's, like, that's true. Okay. I'm just like imagining them going, oh, somebody did die and like from a yeah, we wound in yeah. Zimbabwe, so we can't release this game. <laughs> just bad, it's just bad timing. You know? A couple We're of throwaways, giant multi-million dollar project. War in the name, but if that's not a violent like war game, so yeah, it's, 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 not, called, it's not, not called Ukraine War. It might be the cutest war Maybe that's It might be the cutest. Yeah, maybe that's what they were gonna do, Tim. They were gonna change it to you. They were gonna make a Ukraine war, DLC yeah. for yeah. some reason, and then and then Putin was like, "Fuck uh, Ukraine," and then and then they were like, "Nintendo was like, oh, that's our bad." So <laughs> that's my that's our bad, guys. That's our two, bad. That's not me. two quick uh, indie ones that came to mind too were Oxen Free Two. Oh, yes. It's, listen, it's been talked about, but it's like... And it looks done. What, it looks like where the is first it? game. What's going that on? That one's weird to me. Yeah. Same with Hollow Knight Silk Song. It's like, yeah. where, Ooh, dude. where's that one? Yeah. So That takes those, a while. Those, are, those are smaller ones. Far long, so they do look... Far, and they've been talked about a lot for a... feels like a little while now. And so I'm kind of like, where are those? Um, last one I'll mention, I think, Derek, you can appreciate this one too, is Avowed. 
that's uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. coming out on Xbox Obsidian, and PC. Right? Obsidian, yep. It's Obsidian's uh, game that's announced, but it's like, what's going on with that? Is that one still happening? They also announced uh, Outer yeah. Worlds 2 like a year ago. Yeah. Got nothing. But I, I will just say, stream, basically. That's yeah. I, I think that was kind of like the thing I used to get mad about with PlayStation when they would do their like shows is they would basically name drop like Final Fantasy VII remakes right. coming, and then yeah. you knew it was like ten years away. Like they literally probably <laughs> just had a meeting at two o'clock, and they're like, "We should make this game." Okay, let's announce it at yeah, seven yeah, yeah. o'clock. Dude, Nomura, so, Nomura didn't even know he was directing that game. Like, yeah. he, there was just a meeting that happened, and it was like director Nomura, and he was like, "What?" what? He's like in the <laughs> audience, like, uh. <laughs> also, can like, we so all can we all agree that's that what Obsidian for... I think did when Microsoft took over was just like well. I mean that trailer guys. even said that too. Yeah. It's like that it was even self-referential and co- in a comedic like tone about that. It's like what is this going to be a, just a CG trailer that's out of context? Yeah, it is. We're, <laughs> what are we just announcing our game and our logo? Yep, you know or something that's of that awesome. nature. Yeah, yeah, so. That's awesome. But yes, uh, I would like to hear the, about something The last that. one I had no, was uh, was the Talus Principle 2 cuz I know they announced it and they showed quite a bit of gameplay of it and I like the first one. It's a, it is a straightforward like it's a puzzle game first person perspective and it is very challenging. Uh it can get very challenging. But still, I want to, you know, I want another one, man. Like you you announced it yeah. and you gave me all this gameplay footage. Hey, uh, nothing. nothing for a couple of years yep. now. How about Half Life Three? That's coming soon. Right? <laughs> it's coming soon, right? Hey, so uh, Half Life Two, Episode Three. Sure. Yeah. Finish that <laughs> that's, story. That's what the VR one, right? That's what the yeah. VR is. The yeah. next um, game's gonna be an augmented reality game. Screw Half Life Three. Y'all, y'all remember uh, Half Life Three is actually you going out and just hitting bugs with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> people would be satisfied with that, to be honest. In VR, only in VR. <laughs> y'all remember Deep Down? Remember that thing, Deep Down? Yeah, yeah, that was on my list, but I actually don't care about that game. So yeah, that's fair. That's for fair. years. Dude. But yeah, but like I just remember it being a big thing that everyone talked about, and then just radio silence. Wasn't that Never... like the PS3 like launch? I think yes. it was. Yeah, they were and they would they would pop into like TGS shows, like have they'd have like demos like over the years and and they never officially canceled it, but like that game's canceled. Like yeah, well that's much like Agent on my list. Is it? Yeah, I do include stuff like Metroid Prime 4 and Breath of the Wild 2, but to be fair, Nintendo has with Breath of the Wild, it's been like, sorry, a lot more work to be done. So they're not quiet on that one. So that one's not really forgotten. They just don't show you anything. Like, I don't even think we've actually ever seen anything. We've got two trailers for Breath of the Wild 2. We've gotten two, like some pretty, but not for Metroid Prime 4. And part of me also looks at that and goes, I I don't understand how, (laughs) maybe I do understand how, because Activision... Uh, has crazy amounts of resources to make Call of Duty, but you see these Call of Duty games, or even EA with Battlefield. Say what you want about those games; like they're incredibly detailed. There's tons of gameplay, and all these they're upgrading to new engines and new consoles. How can Nintendo not make one first-person game with that has a shooting mechanic? Like, how is it so difficult to put this game out? I don't, un- I really don't understand it. Their game's stuck in so third long. person. They've actually completed the game; they just don't know how to get it in first person. <laughs> Yeah. They don't well, yeah, well, they I made dread. Yeah. I just <laughs> that one. I that one. I don't understand. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I love. I thought Metroid Prime Three on the Wii for all of the Wii's problems with like its aiming with its Wii motes and all that. 
three actually did a really good job. I don't know if you guys ever played three, but it's actually a really good game. And uh, I thought they did a great job with it. And so I, I don't know. I, I'm struggling to understand what it is that's the problem with with four. But the last one that I'll mention is uh, Doke V, which is like this Korean uh, yes, yes, Pokemon yes. type of a thing that had this really unique art style to it. It actually looks really good. The, the trailer looked really good. But it's like, was this just some art project? Someone worked on a trailer and created that and the game doesn't exist at all because that's all we've really seen is it kind of yeah. looks like a, a Pokemon like. Um, but anyway, um, so there you go. There's just a few. I, I had, I had one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, a legit one. I, I misunderstood the assignment. So I just have the one. But uh, the sh- uh, Shadow of the Eternal, it's the Eternal Darkness uh, game hey, that was supposed yeah. to come out. It was kickstarted. People, Kickstart. money was exchanged That's right. to oh. a developer. That developer is supposed to make this game. It was never canceled. Um, again, money has been exchanged. Yeah. Like I don't understand where this, like, this uh, game it is. Like Star like, Citizen, where it's like, except that game's an alpha, so I didn't include that. that game yes, and, and I know people. I know I do, and I know people who play that game. So yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like that, that game is it, in so. a playable fashion. So yeah. So I love that. Uh, I'm sure they're getting updates every day, you know. But Shadow of the Eternal, it's maybe been ten years since anyone's heard anything. Jeez. Yeah, um, but like again, like it was one of the biggest uh, first Kickstarter successes in the video game uh, realm, wow. and uh, never got off the ground for whatever reason. So. That's why I never supported Kickstarter. Same here. Yeah, it's not a sure thing. You know? Um, are we? So when are we getting uh, Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen? When are we getting that, guys? <laughs> oh, we got this. That. Looks like this looks oh, we like got the it. last oh, update <laughs> on Shadow of the Eternals is like from 2016. That's crazy. Huh. Oh, so there was something. Oh, that that's. Oh wait, yeah. there's a. No, it does say 2021. This could not be accurate, but it says right. Shadow. Are of they the still saying this is coming? <laughs> it says canceled game. So I don't oh. know if, if uh. somebody's just saying it has to be canceled or if it's actually oh, been officially okay. canceled. Yeah. But that that's, that is crazy because I remember following that story and same, being excited yeah. and being like a huge fan of the original. Yeah, I want this. I want this. It looks so cool because they showed you that one minute clip of you had you like, got to see like what like the trailer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it went it went it ghosted us. That sucks. I, I mean that's that's part of the risk of doing Kickstarter is they don't technically have to return your money. Of course, if they want to continue working in the industry and getting your support, they're going to need to return it. Um, yeah, but yeah. but um, you don't have to, I guess. I don't think legally. I think you're kind of donating to a thing. You are so, donating. Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's pretty legally hands off. You are trusting that, you know. them. It's a gift. Yeah. And if they don't do it, then they took your gift for free. Guys, before yeah. we move on to uh, some headlines, one that I don't know that anyone's really asking about, but I'll still mention it because it was announced and I've seen nothing about it. Can't find anything about it. That's goodbye, Volcano High. From PS4 There's a Gaston and PS5. game. There's a Gaston and, uh, game. <laughs> it was announced in 2020, but they've been quiet for a year. Still listed as coming out this year. But that's a really weird, like, animals and school violence. He and I don't know. Like, di- like dinosaurs. Like... He does. Yeah. He, he hates, hates dinosaurs. Yeah, I, okay. Dude, I hate the faces in that game. They're so bad. It looks, um, it looks Gas- weird. Gaston, I, I'm championing that game because people hate so much. About it. I'm, I don't care about <laughs> this game at all, but like, I'm just like, yeah, Volcano so, High! Uh, Woo! Yeah. It's probably a PlayStation Premium exclusive. So Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, good money gonna, well I'm spent. I'm going to hype it up so hard and then never So before it. we move on, I'm just going to do like a quick update just because I'm not on the shows all the time. I don't yeah. know if y'all talked about The Last of Us Part 1 last week, did y'all? We did, and we'll actually circle back to that at the end. Like extra things we're playing before we wrap up. So, we'll, but I do want to okay. hear what you think. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what you yeah. think too. Yeah. Um, 
we'll move about. through these kind of quickly because there are some that are like there's some Ubisoft announcements which we don't have to go too deep on because Kyle and Dan already did a reaction show. We'll we'll just cover the basics there. And then uh, of course D23 is going on. Lots of stuff coming out from Disney uh, and a few other things. So I'll read through these. Feel free to interrupt slash flag me down if you want to really uh, spend a little time on these. So here's some headlines. Um, just wanted to highlight some stuff. Leaving Game Pass, uh, I, you might be too late, although you might have a couple days on some of these. Um, but it looks like, oh, where did they go? Uh, Plague Tale, Innocence, Aragami 2, Bug Fables, Craftopia, uh, Final Fantasy 13, Flynn, Son of, Son of Crimson, I Am Fish, Lost Words, Mighty Goose, Skatebird, and Artful Escape are all leaving game pass and then oh, man, not i am fish and then joining uh grid legends and disney dreamlight valley already joined and then opus magnum train sim world 3 ashes of singularity dc league of super pets um you suck at parking which i love the title the game might suck but the title's that's, awesome that's what makes me want to play it like, i do i'm gonna title. try it because of the title i'll be honest with you uh metal helsinger dan is gonna be hitting game pass as well so there yes you um so there's some game pass stuff Xbox has committed to putting Call of Duty on PlayStation for several more years after the existing deal. By several, I think they mean three, but um, yes. several <laughs> several more years. And so they provided some clarification on that. Phil Spencer saying some stuff that no matter what he says, Sony ponies get really mad. And, uh, oh, and they've gotten really mad. They've gotten really well, yeah, mad. I, I, I realize that uh, there's Their hypocrisy like a lot, suddenly a lot of hate for Phil suddenly Spencer. Suddenly a lot of hate. But yeah. So let me set so the table a little bit here. So he, he's made some statements about how they want it to stay. Call of Duty is so important to be on every platform and he wants there to be feature and content parity and availability. He doesn't want it to be a launch window for a certain console first content for years so that's what i wanted to get to i wanted to say like so he wants to keep it uh, parody across all the platforms and yeah they'll put it on game pass but that it's okay if you don't have game pass yeah so that's what he is saying okay and he might have horrible intentions he might be the devil but i hear that (laughs) and i think like that's pretty good approach for them that's a smart business approach and that's good and it's a friendly cross industry approach to be honest with you so and i'll jump down to the sony thing too so jim ryan has Mm. said that their efforts to keep or their offer to keep call of duty games on playstation are inadequate that offer is inadequate and so here's the here's some of the quotes the xbox xbox exec phil spencer said um oh no let me let me go back xbox is that claimed the offer goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements. That's what Phil Spencer is saying. Uh, Jim Ryan is saying he's not satisfied with the proposal. He says, I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion. So he's like the guy who's like, well, I didn't realize we're going to talk about this, but all right, I guess we'll talk about it. Like (laughs) it has that vibe to it. Like when someone brings up something in a large group meeting that you thought you weren't supposed to talk. So he's clearly annoyed. I told you all about CM Punk blowing up. It's yeah, like yeah. That, where you're it's like, like you should. I don't know. We're gonna talk like, about this, but okay. <laughs> but he said, "I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum." There, there you go. There's the first subtle, not so subtle accusation of Phil Spencer not being honest. He says uh, Microsoft is only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends, and then he goes on to talk about how long we've had it and how important PlayStation is to okay. the Call of Duty experience and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm listening to all this. I'm re- I'm reading all this that Jim Ryan is saying, and I can't stop thinking about you just talked about final fantasy you could talk Mm. about spider-man on the avengers like how many times has sony ponied up tons of cash to make sure certain full games in some cases or at least content is only available on their console so for them to pretend 
like Xbox owes them anything after Microsoft yeah. bought Activision. You can, you can, that's a d- different conversation. Was Activision a good purchase for Microsoft? Different right. conversation, right. but they did it or it's, you know, it's about to but happen. That's where a lot of the bitterness is coming from. And this isn't just me making it up. This is yeah. me reading comment after comment saying them saying the same thing. Yeah. It's always the fanboy bullcrap that PlayStation they brought these studios up from the ground up and Microsoft just spent money. And I'm like, first of all, dumbass, they paid for all those studios. Um, They never owned Insomniac. They now bought them out to get exclusivity to them making these games. They bought out the the whole Marvel thing, all the Spider-Man that was blocking off Xbox. They bought out as much as they can buy out. The simple truth is that if they had the money and the ability to buy an Activision, they would have. They 100% would do it. So the whole fanboy argument that that PlayStation starts everything from scratch, it's their own IPs, they don't go buy out people, is bullshit. Do I respect how they do things? Absolutely. In my opinion... Sony slash PlayStation does it the best across the board as far yeah, as good business, the type yeah. of games that yep. they make and how they do it. Yep. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Microsoft needs to play by their same rules when we all know if they had Microsoft's money, they wouldn't play by the rules they're playing by. They already you don't, don't get to tell. Yeah, you don't get to tell people how to do business because yeah. it impacts your business. Basically, you just do it better. That's no, all if, you if, if if Sony did acquire Square, which is one that we've always, always talked about, like what mm. you know that could happen. What if that ever happened? You think for a second they're going to keep any Final Fantasy? <laughs> it's already not on Xbox. They're already not. Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm what I'm saying. No, but there right. are Final Fantasy games on Xbox. Yeah, you think yeah, they're yeah. Stay yeah there they would be some? like, oh, yeah. we're worried about Xbox. Sony's going to pull those immediately, and ponies everywhere will be like, yep, we should. They don't deserve them because they're you know whatever. Like, they deserve so, to be in Sony's backyard. This whole thing is so dumb. The fanboyism is like how it Dude. allows their brain to detach from reality is insane to me. I like, want to see the checks you guys saying, are getting. PlayStation's basically saying we're the only ones allowed to do exclusive content. Dude, yeah, all you it. have to that's do, all they're I'm saying. telling like, if you want to try great, to understand like how these brains work, go to a soccer match, a kid's soccer match, <laughs> watch the parents... Yeah, and you'll watch one team, their team, hit another kid. Heck yeah, good job. That's how you play soccer. It'll yeah. happen back to their kid. Sure. Same exact type foul. of move. Same exact play. That's a foul. That's a yeah. cheap shot. Get it. It's that biasness that they can't see past. They yeah. can't take a step back and go. You know, we just did that to him, yeah. and it's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. legal. We're gonna I allow agree. it to happen. Very to good us. comparison. I agree. Yes. Although I'll say I experienced that more as a kid in the Midwest, playing here in Colorado. I don't know why, but everyone's much more chill. They're like, ah, we yeah, win. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> we go to lots um, of kids games, and we're just we're like, hey, go. how's yeah. it over there? Hey, All the kids good. with the brownies. <laughs> Yeah. I will well, say, um, I don't know if your kids do rec. We're not going to sidebar into this too much. But if you do rec, it's not as bad. But if you do, like, club soccer or any, like, sports that you're paying a lot of money it's all, for, it's all where we're, you we're, think yeah. your kid's going to end up right. in something bigger than reality, the, the parents are too. No, 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 you're totally right. Like, it's all it's all rec bias. Except for my oldest son, who's now playing uh, high school football, and I'm seeing exactly what you're talking about. You can hear it from the other side of the field, you know, screaming about it's it's like it's with anything. Anytime, anything it's you're a fan of, 
anything you're a fan of, you only want things to swing your way. And I, I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. I watch Penn State football every Saturday, and I'm pissed off when things don't go our way, yeah, but, even but if we're, objectively. We're, we're saying that, we have the self-awareness to recognize it. That's and true. these fanboys like, that we see uh, comment I, well, in our group, it, I can't yeah. take them seriously. They come off like clowns because <laughs> they're detached from reality completely. And I like, get the idea of, like, you know, cheering for a team in sports. I like, too. Yeah, oh, But, like, sure. what are you cheering for in this industry, though? Yeah. Like, I don't un- – yeah. again, I want to see rights. the check. Like I want to see the check like... written by Phil Spencer <laughs> that makes you an X-Bot. I want to see the Jim Ryan um, check for all you yeah. Sony ponies. Like, I don't know the stakes that y'all have in this company that people care so much. Anything, I agree. We really mm-hmm. should be rooting for all of them because all of them yes. keep each yeah. other in check. Games, yeah, yeah. I just want to play games. Yeah. Because yeah. if PlayStation wins out or Xbox yeah. wins out, then they dominate the entire. That's you don't want a monopoly, which is exactly what they'll argue. Xbox well, the, is creating a monopoly. The, we well, want a one-system future. The headlines should want be: that? Like, Jim Ryan is surprised that Xbox is willing to keep Call of Duty on after the existing deal. Like that should be the headline. He should be like, "What? So, yeah, well, yeah, uh, a little, right." A little PlayStation objectivity. I think Jim Ryan is not doing super great. I, I don't think he's a good whatever it's his title terrible. is. It CEO? Is he CEO? Is it yeah, yeah. Of, of North of North America uh, or whatever so. it is. I loved him. To be um, honest, yeah. yeah it, this whole this whole like when going into PlayStation Five, it is it has felt it's hey, been he's the no same Don energy. Magic, though. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. But it's been the same. It's been the same energy as PlayStation Three. That yeah. that conceitedness that they had going into yes. play. Oh, you'll you'll get a yeah. second job. Six hundred dollars. Ridge Racer. Crabs or whatever. Um, that energy. I that's a second job. Just so you know. <laughs> well, okay, so then you did what Jim Ryan yeah. wanted you to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right, Dan. That's true. It's the same energy, and and I think yeah. it's a bad energy. They need to go back to like it is because they, the Sony PS4. that came out of that struggle was a yes. much more PlayStation Four was very humble, humble. Yeah. humble. Yeah. But now it was, was, humble, a very it was humble insanely generation. successful and oh, yeah. easy to get on board with, and yeah, I yeah. loved what Sony did. The way that they spoke thin to the to the audience between... was just really healthier. I thought. Yep. 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 There's a thin line between confidence and arrogance, and I think. They were a very confident publisher slash console creator with the PS4 and this success. And they have the right to be confident because, like I said, I think they do things the best. And I've always rooted for Xbox. So this is Uh, my I think they do first party games the best. I think they do. Well, I'm saying like I think they do. They don't do infrastructure the best. They don't do the menus and UI the best. They don't do accessibility across like PC. They're the only ones that do their menus in 4K. They're the best. So, they don't do accessibility uh, on PC. The be- like they don't do all this stuff the best. I'm they saying overall. I'm not saying like in every area they're the best. I'm saying overall to me okay. they are the best. They That's deserve fair. to be number one. It comes but out when of the games, you right? talk when you talk to consumers, like you let the consumers do that. But when you talk to them, like we're number one, you do things yeah. our way. Yeah. Then you've crossed the line and you're no longer confident. You're arrogant. And right. that's when you start getting people to turn on you. And, and, and that, to me, that's why I don't like Jim Ryan is because I'm like, you come across as a whiny, entitled biotch. We have enough of those. He sounds, he sounds don't insecure. do that. He really insecure. Well, and he does the, way that, insecure. the way that they talk about PS, the PS5 shortage, too, they're like, we can't get these things to stay on the shelves. You know? And I'm price. like, you're not making enough. Like, <laughs> don't treat this like a badge honor. Like, boy, these things are just selling out. Selling out. We're number one in sales. <laughs> number one. You guys have an issue. Stop spinning it like it's a good thing. Like, right. people want these but things the and thing they can't too. get them. Yeah. Oh, and then, sales. yeah. And then, 
yeah, and then we're going to raise the price in every, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. it's so absolutely arrogant to me. It's such a yeah. good word, Derek. They raise the what price, like. they raise the price, and then, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's a YouTube video on it. They've actually modified the PS5s. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. changed yeah, some certain there's things. There's different innards, yeah. Yes, that makes it cheaper. So now you're charging more for yep. a cheaper, cheaper. version. Yep. Look, by the way, if you're running it at the same level, don't care. Great. Please, me neither. Yeah. Save same. money. But do not, like, then lie and Stop spinning this office. like you're. Yeah. it's all sunshine and rainbows. Like, this is a major issue, Sony. Like, you have yeah. to fix it. And, like, they're... They're just, they won't, and I, I respect the, I respect controlling the narrative. I respect it from a business standpoint. You know what yeah. I mean? I respect that they're just trying to make, make it sure that it's always seeing positive so that they're a good product or whatever. But, uh, I just, I wish there was a little more transparency. This felt that. like a ego play. And I think Jeff, you were onto something there. You're saying that he, that he feels insecure. I think there's an ego thing for Jim Ryan and at Sony. Make all these acquisitions. Well, the acquisitions, but also even even corner. Phil Spencer talking as if they're doing a handout to Sony. I think he read it that way. I didn't uh, read it. Th- I read it as like hey, make a deal it, yeah. that Sony because we need them to keep being part of this audience for the game. That's how I read it. I didn't. I, yeah, same, same. I didn't here. think Phil. I didn't get the vibe that Phil Spencer was saying, look at dumb Sony over there. We'll give him a, we'll give him a hand because they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's the here's the scraps, Sony. Like, but that yeah. seems to be what Jim Ryan's responding to as if like, well, since Phil's gonna talk about it, I will too. Like, this is not adequate. Like, like yeah. I'm a big boy too. And it's like, shut up. Like, you <laughs> but, sound uh, X, but like Xbox has a history of going, you know what? Like, we want to make sure that we're not upsetting gamers. So we're gonna keep Minecraft on everything. Yes. We're gonna keep Call of Duty on everything. Yes. You know, we're they've done this before with other games, and it's just yeah. uh you know what's I gonna don't know, happen. And silly Microsoft's that gonna buy Sony, and then the whole world's gonna explode. <laughs> so. Yeah, I hope so. No! I hope so. And then Nintendo buys them all. No. The Microsoft yes. Sony all right. box. Here comes the. Here comes the, green, the Playbox guys. Seven. Gotta change this to green. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm green. I'm glad we all yeah. agree that Phil Spencer is a liar. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, liar. He's the, Ugh, he's, a liar. The, he's the worst. I actually. Everybody. I he's my favorite. God, a week ago, we all loved him. I he's my God. favorite. He's my favorite I of all of them. Still I have zero issues with them. I mean, I know JP brings them up all the time. He's a liar. He lied about this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's not even like big things. I, I don't even know what he's talking about. But, but if like, he if he happened to be hired by Sony, he'd become the new Messiah. So that's just the way it is for when you're a fanboy of certain, a product. Wow, well, he's people. always been about the gamers, and for him to come yeah. over to Sony, like God, we're so lucky, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> So blessed, so blessed. Kyle, you just you wrote the script for what would be said. That is at the end of the day, receipts. It's cool. These are all they're all about making money. That includes Phil. So I don't take, I don't idolize Phil. I don't worship him. I know he's got to make money, and I, I do actually. There's a couple things. I guess from a business perspective, I can respect him, but I also, as a person, I'm like, dude, I know you're lying, bro. Like I know you are. Are you staying, like? Very high level, but you really want to come out and say, "Can't wait to have this on Game Pass only." That's where you <laughs> get full access. Like, right. that's what he wants to say. But people need to realize when you're running a business, you can't talk like that because right. you can get in a lot of legal trouble if you overstep any boundaries yeah. with what yeah. you say. So and that's why I understand he talks that way. But I, I also wish 
to a certain extent, I'm like, can we just get the real answer? But I, I know he can't. And let's not uh, yeah, pretend like yeah, let's not pretend like team. internally at the Xbox Studios, Xbox company meetings, there aren't people who are pitching financially. We need to do this with Call of Duty and organize yeah. the most money if we make it exclusive and like if uh, all kinds of pitches. They probably even have charts showing how much more money they'll make if they dot dot dot. And well, I'm, and I think it's also like, people like Phil Spencer. Like we've been down this road. It's a we can't do this, and we got we have to be as gamer friendly as you keep saying. Totally accurate as possible. Yes, so. it's, it's to me he's going to play the long game, and that is yes. eventually if this deal goes through and they own Activision. Absolutely, I do not see Activision games remaining on playstation unless playstation adds a game pass or whatever game pass service. App. yes yeah whatever they're selling at that point in time because yep. again i'm talking long term i'm not talking short term short term yes you could go they're losing billions of dollars long term they're not going to yep. long term they're going to actually get a lot imagine forget just call of duty imagine all the titles we're talking about here exclusive to xbox that's all the blizzard you games end too. up with a yeah. hundred plus exclusive games compared to playstation which we'll, we'll say has 40 or 50 you're now doubling them yeah people are gonna start switching over or they're gonna buy both and then you're not long term again i'm talking you're not losing money because you've got their money that's what you want but you gotta have a you gotta have a long-term goal because if you come out and just say all these are exclusive, blah, blah, blah. You're going to piss people off and they're going to be like, I'm not going to buy it just for that reason. But if you just slowly transition, yep. you'll get them. And they're already doing it. Game Pass has already gotten more Xbox sales. Is it outselling PS5? No. no. But they've increased yeah. their Xbox sales it's not, because... It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's not sustainable. Microsoft's not going sustainable under. They bought it's Activision, though. Yeah, that's but they're still going under, though. It's like a... <laughs> yeah, it's... Microsoft, uh, money-wise, in trouble. You know? it, totally in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Nintendo, who's like sitting over there laughing at all like, of this. Yeah, we could fail for the next 50 the years and we'll be okay. Like, yeah. Nintendo's like, we could just re release Mario Kart. It'll be a top seller for five more years. Yeah. That's all we everybody's, have to do. Everybody, like, Nintendo's like, oh, good. Everybody's not mad about Metroid Prime 4 being sold. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're good. We're Nintendo good. has yeah. smog watching over their gold in their castles. <laughs> they do. We, no, they really we do. didn't sell board yeah. games for the first 40 years of our career to go under at this late <laughs> in the game. So. It's very true. Um, All right. Well, there's, listen, there's so much more we could keep saying about this. I think it's interesting. I yeah, actually posted in the group like, hey, isn't it kind of fun to have uh, console drama coming back? Anybody? And yes, yeah, some people yeah. totally bit on that and one. And then, of course, yeah. I, totally totally bit, I saw all of you like yeah. popcorn. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah popcorn. dude. I yeah. was, was so fun. excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even, <laughs> I even so directly said, like, I even directly said, like, isn't it funny to see all this drama come back? And people were like, drama? What are you talking? Like, it just, yeah. it's, they drama jump right. about the drama. Yeah, that's yeah. very, very. It's like me saying, them. guys, look at the bait on this hook, and they're like, jump. It's like, all right. Ugh, that was no, the hook. No, no, that's no, no, not bait. It is what it is. All right, so uh, we'll we'll move through here. There's an indie showcase speaking of Xbox coming up for Xbox. Um, I think it's their ID and indie developers um, okay, yeah. showcase yeah. that's going to be on. I like, I like that. Yeah. Maybe that's where we'll hear about some of these games we Oxen just. Free will probably be there. I would imagine. Yep. It could be could be some of these games we just mentioned on. Where are they? Maybe we'll see something there. Um, God of War Ragnarok had a gameplay video that revealed this new dwarven yes. realm called Svartal Svartalfheim. You don't pronounce it. Svartalfheim. Yeah. Anyway, it 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 does look pretty cool. I, I'm at the point like I do get, and I talk about this all the time, where I'm kind of like, I don't want to see anything else of this yep. game. I just want to play it. So I didn't they do barely, a deep dive. It was like dive barely of, long. It was like two minutes, three minutes right. or whatever. It wasn't yeah, very much, so, but it is cool. And I do have a quote from uh, Grace Orlady, the lead community manager from Santa Monica Studios, said, God of War Ragnarok will take you to the previously unreachable 
Vanaheim and this other one, the dwarf one I can't say, and Asgard, as well as other new areas from locations you've already been to in the previous. Asgard. Ooh, what's Asgard? Asgard. Um, <laughs> so where would they guard ass? Did your, did your do. Fingers, fingers just sparkle there? Um, oh, let me jump back here to uh, there was a new trailer for <laughs> there was a new trailer for um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which also revealed the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Switch OLED model. So there's a special yeah. OLED model of Switch that's going to be releasing. Oh. I think that's actually releasing a month before the game comes out, so you can get the OLED version of the Switch. You know, with the dock and everything all decorated out Pokemon style um, before the game comes out. So, and actually, the design is very cool if you go check it out. I like the way it looks. If you don't have an OLED, go ahead and grab that one. I, I actually really, I, I haven't said this enough, but I'm enjoying my, I'm enjoying my OLED Switch. It's really great. My OLED Switch is gets so much play, man. I love that thing so I play, much. I played through the rest of Monster Hunter Rise on it, and I, it's, it's a fantastic device. It's really good. What a, what a scream! Oh, great, man. Um. And we already talked about Sony whining about the Call of Duty, so we'll skip that. And there's also some updates to both the Xbox consoles and the PS5. They've both got some updates recently for some new features. But for the sake of time, I'm pushing past those. Go look those up if you're interested in those noise suppression and folders and whatever else. Um, so go check those things out if you want to. Folders on PlayStation? Or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! It's not, that, it's not that great. Oh, it's okay. You've tried it? Yeah, it's all not right. on. It's all not right. on. It's not on the main screen. It's like on that other screen when you Spencer see everything. You. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Phil Spencer, yeah. get on camera. Oh, we, we lost him. You know, God, we, we lost our there. PlayStation guy Phil, here. Phil, get the. No, you were supposed to be our JP. What happened to you? Yeah. You're yeah, supposed, you're supposed to, to just like. You're a normal human being. Yeah, I'm a normal human being. How do you not have more stakes in it than? I changed the color back to blue, guys. Oh, there it is. There it is. We talked to uh, Kyle talked a little bit about Cyberpunk recently, uh, but yeah. I just wanted to emphasize that not only did they have a great update recently, which I'm glad to hear, Kyle, all the improvements that they continue to add for free, just in regularly keeping the game fresh and updated. That's great. But they, of course, had their official announcement of the Phantom Liberty uh, expansion, which is coming out in 2023, only right. on kind of new gen. I guess people are saying consoles, yeah. PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Good. Good. And uh, it it's gonna, so it's gonna there, be, yeah. it's gonna be a spy thriller uh, expansion that does feature the return of Johnny Silverhand, played by Keanu Reeves, uh, and a an nice. cast of new characters. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty cool that they're doing that. Comes it out sounds like year. this is gonna be their only expansion. Is yeah. They said the it's, their only, it's the uh, only planned. Really? Whereas it's with the Witcher, they one? did have two planned yeah, for that. But I, but from and this is like Bruce and Lawrence speculating, and Lawrence's like wife or girlfriend like used to kind of work there. Not that he has insider info or anything like that. But he thinks that this is a huge piece of content. He thinks that, like, just because of how long they've been working on it, the scope uh, uh, of it that, that they were kind of alluding to and stuff That's like that. That's what I'm that, hoping is that, that it, it's, it's like going to be big. Game. It'll be like as yeah. big as the two Witcher things, like together. So Love it's like it. we're getting, it's like we're getting two things, like you know, slam together. Dude, Blood so. and Wine, I stand I so. by it. Was almost a completely separate game. It was so, there was so much content and it was so good. Well, the Such first one too story. about werewolves was really good, and so then the, they and then let's say it's, it's Blood and the Stone. Blood and Wine. Um, or, or not Blood and Wine's the other one, but Blood whatever that one. Something Stone. Uh, it was stone. What was it? Yeah, but see but that that one was different. That was like more content. In no, no. But what? But let, let me let me <laughs> finish it. Like oh, when okay. I saw that, I was like, "This is really big and really crazy. Stop. I can't believe they added all this." And then yeah. they added this one, and it was a completely different map with a different yeah. vibe and a yeah. different like everything. It. And it like, I couldn't believe that like the, with because I really liked the 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 stone one quite a bit. I, I thought that too. that was like the story really was good. So good. Exactly. Yeah. So for yeah. them to like 
Hearts of Stone. Somehow even Hearts of, Hearts of Stone. Stone, thank you. Like, destroy, like, I don't know, one-up that one even. I, I feel like this is going to be... Guys, they have a lot of goodwill to, like, buy back still, you know? And I think they've, right. they've gotten a lot of it back, especially over this, this last year with all the, the sales and updates and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are playing and enjoying this game now. But, like, I feel like this is going to come out. It's going to be a banger. I think we're all going to be talking about it. Very banger. excited about this announcement. Yeah, good good call. That's true about the Witcher uh, expansion as well. Speaking of Witcher, the new gen releases are still on track for later this year, CD Projekt Red says. So if you were hoping, still kind of holding out for maybe a replay of the Witcher 3 from, which by the way is seven years old now. Uh, but if you're looking for a replay of that game, um, that's still on track for uh, new gen consoles later this year. And they are expecting that their new Witcher saga, which is how they referred to it, their new Witcher yep. saga, to include more than one game. So that's exciting yep. to me too. Like, Very cool, exciting. they're gonna like introduce to me to some new characters in this world and take me in a new direction with story and the politics and the countries. Like, give us something totally new. Like, they they doubled down on the uh, uh, what we got kind of wind of is that they want to be working on two major AAA projects at the same exact time. Um, so they're they're currently building teams that can support like two major projects gotcha. coinciding at the same time. So we may be nice. getting like cyberpunks and witchers or two witchers being worked on at the same time. Like it's they're going to yep. be churning out some games here going forward. And yep. if they're working with Unreal Five, they're going to have a lot of support. It'll be a lot easier to make these games. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of that studio. So uh, TGS is coming up here in about a week, I think. I think it's next week, or it's in two weeks. It's coming up here in September, I know that. See, the 13th or 15th is when it starts. Um, so there's a number of things that I'm hoping to see revealed there, and just looking forward to seeing what's revealed there. But one of the things that's been t talked about is this Konami is going to re it's not reintroduce, but they're going to announce something in a beloved franchise. We already talked about this a little bit last Kyle. week. Metal Gear. Um, they literally metal said Gear. it's not Metal Gear, or I, I'm pretty sure someone said that. Like, yeah. So I just Gear. wanted I just wanted to give you some of the hints that I saw this week and some headlines. They they apparently in June they renewed their Suikoden trademark. Or now that. this this is not this doesn't mean anything other than they wanted to make sure no one else gets it. Like, it doesn't have to mean anything. Sure. Um, but their TGS. There, I am because their TGS reveal is being hosted by the voice actor Yuji Kaji, who voiced Joey, one of the main characters in Suikoden 2. Ah. And in Suikoden 2, Chris. You're getting okay. swept up in the marketing. I love it. You're getting swept so, up in the. Yeah. I'll take so, this too. I'll in the moment. So, I'm loving it. Yeah. Here's, here's what I, I would love to see. Even if they they don't say anything, here's a new installment of Suikoden. If they were just like, here's a collection of all yeah. the games, like, Dude. give me that. You could and do then, two collections, like and the then old I don't school care ones what the, and the new ones. If they do know? that, then I don't care what the new entry and whatever other franchise is that maybe is not my favorite. That's fine. Doing a new entry and whatever you want. If they give me a really good collection of Suikoden 1 through 5 and the spinoff games, I'm in. I'm totally in. For, I'm for, in for that, too. So, but, I, but I still want Metal Gear. That's fine. You can I'm never you're gonna not, get that. I'm get never gonna allow. I will never allow myself to be excited about Metal Gear again. Lackwood. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal Lale, Lale, Lale. are officially taking uh. control of Deus Ex and uh, Tomb Raider, which is exciting. Yay! We're the Patriots. Deus Ex, baby. <laughs> yep. So that's exciting. Yes, Deus Ex, this yes. is all, of course, thank you to. I believe this is the Embracer Group that's doing this, right? They're putting yep. those. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, Capcom has confirmed that they're going to be showing Street Fighter VI, Exo Primal, Monster Hunter, Resident Evil, and Mega Man in their lineup for TGS. Ooh, Mega Man. And by the way, that is this coming week. Oh, uh, that collection, maybe. Yeah. Jeff put that in the notes for us. That's Their showcase is on September 15th. So TGS stuff does start kicking off this coming yeah. week. 15th so, to the 18th. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's next weekend. That's great. Love a new Me uh, Mega Man game, dude. 
Um, I think I got everything except for we need to talk about Disney stuff and Ubisoft stuff. Before we get into those lists of announcements, anything else you guys want to highlight before we move into those? As far as what we're playing? or No, just any big news that I'm missing. All right, so let's start with uh, Ubisoft Forward. We don't spend a lot of time on here because Kyle and and Dan already did. um, There's not much to share, to be honest. Well, I just Uh, want to talk about Just Dance for 30 minutes. Nope, please. Nope. Nope. Shut them down. Let's talk about the so 10 easy. Assassin's Creed titles. So oh, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah I'll, right. I'll go through this list. Thank you for adding this in here, Jeff. This is really helpful. Um, yeah, I, thanks, I, Jeff. I just had an article put in. Thanks so much, Jeff. I did it for so Jeff. <laughs> really? Um, so I, I oh, still yeah. am very hyped for Mario plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope. I actually really enjoy it because I only got that to watch showcase the first, really blew me away. The first you 20 did. minutes Dan or so got to this, watch so. me change on that. Yeah. So I really enjoy what they showed. To me, this game looks like just as much fun, if not more, than the previous one. I'm very excited. I'm for excited this. about that too. That's gonna yeah, be a good. That looked, that looked like a lot of that caterpillar thing was super fun. I really like that whole segment. They showed yeah. more skull and bones, and I'm probably the most positive out of everyone on here. But at this point, I'm like, I just want to try the game. Like, I'm not interested in seeing more of them break Do down. We have how have a release date? Do they have November yeah. November eighth, the day before Ragnarok. Right That's before great. Ragnarok. That's great. That's a good. good That's decision. great. <laughs> they really thought about that yeah, one. They really thought that, they really thought about that yeah, one. They really did. They're totally different games. I mean, people will buy both, right? No, they won't. No, um, no cross. There's no cross. The uh, <laughs> Riders Republic, which is actually a pretty decent uh, kind of X, X Games game. It really is fun. They have a BMX expansion hitting this week. Um, they talked about that. Division Heartland. Did they say much about that? I didn't it watch like it. Don't crap. I don't, it uh, looked like I garbage. I, I thought that was the mobile game, and they're <laughs> right. like, now we're yeah. going to talk about our mobile game. I'm like, it's because Resurgence play, is the mobile right? game. Yeah, Resurgence. I was like, game. this mobile game looks better than. I did. I, I said, I said, this mobile game has better graphics than the game they just showed. Like, that's Uh-oh. not a mobile game. That's <laughs> right. not good. That's yeah, not good. Um, all right, moving through here. So we got Netflix teaming up with Ubisoft to release three exclusive mobile games on their platform: Valiant Hearts yeah. 2. That's interesting. Mighty Quest and a new Assassin's Creed title. Um, which they didn't give details on until later in the showcase. But Valiant Hearts right. 2, is that going to be World War II centric now, did they say? Or is it still World War I? They didn't say. They just said, here are the say. titles. Oh, just titles. Okay. Yeah. okay. And it's all Dude, mobile, right? Because they I still said think it's through the app. It's through Valiant, the app. Yeah, you Valiant Hearts 1. Hey, Jeff, you should do a live stream of that so we can all see you cry, visibly cry, <laughs> as you play Valiant Hearts the first time. Valiant Hearts time. is great, yeah. It's great. Uh, all right. So Net- Netflix has a TV series of Assassin's Creed in the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The bar is pretty be as good as the movie, I bet. The bar is pretty low with the movie. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, it wasn't the worst movie. No, hey, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's great. But sure. Yeah. But that's probably what the show's going to be. Yeah. It was to me, it was right there with like the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider movie. It's like, OK, like when it was over, I was like, all right. Like I thought Turns it was out. She's the poison we should have all been worried about because she, she's uh... in both. She's in both. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't trying to pick oh. on her. She's great. Oh, okay. Uh, Mythic Quest uh, season three trailer. I'm just gonna read through this kind of quickly. Great trailer. Um, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for that show. I'm gonna resubscribe to Apple TV when that comes out. I'm, I love that show. Ubisoft Plus is free right now if you want to try it out till October 10th. Which, by the way, is a great way to try out some Ubisoft games that maybe you're like you help. Maybe you didn't buy Far Cry 6 and you want to try it. Like that's a great way to play that. You can have a full access to that game while you're subscribed to Ubisoft Plus. Yep. So you can check that out. Never mind, um, Alisa Vikander wasn't in that. She's just, whatever. She was in another I movie. I thought she was. Better that Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, you're Assassin- the movie guy, come on. I know. Assassin's Creed sure. Mirage is coming in 2023. What do you guys think about that review? I mean, nothing, because they didn't show any gameplay. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. 
anything I, I about that game. That game that's coming say, out next year, I can't tell you anything about it. Okay. I, I gotta say, like, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Valhalla is, I'm, I'm not gonna, it's my favorite to play and to look at. Um, I'm not yet. gonna say it's the best story wise or anything like that. It's not. But I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I'm very disappointed with the direction of Mirage. Now, maybe it'll have a good story because of who the character is, but like the main protagonist, but. I don't know. I I don't want them to go back to the Middle East. I wanted them to well, they're go. Doing, they're well, doing. They're doing. Both. I know. Well, you get both now. You know. So. I know. I yeah. just. I'm talking like I was yeah. hoping the next game would be you like another RPG or something of, yeah. cooler. Not. Let's go back to. The well, Middle they East. are. They're doing Assassin's Creed. So the setting. Bread. You don't even. You're not even in love with the setting. Not even just that it's like a stealth game, but just like the setting and. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Aren't they doing? Then they announce Assassin's Creed Codename Red as the feudal Japan open world. No, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. My, but that's not the, the next, next one. Yeah. That's not yeah. the next I'm one. I'm disappointed that Mirage is what it is and I see. not. See. I, I feel like Mirage isn't going to be a full-fledged no. Assassin's Creed. It's not. It's a. It's a fifty-dollar game. It's a much. It's one city. Oh, you know. Okay. It's more uh, of a spin-off. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not that it's a spin-off, but oh. yeah, it is a spin-off. That's exactly what it is. Excuse I thought it was me. a spin-off. Okay. Uh, but no, no, that's exactly what it is. Uh, okay. But like, it's still, uh, it, it, it's a throwback, I guess is what I was trying to say. Not, the, not to discredit what you're saying, but like, yeah, it, of, it's going to well, be a little more stealth-oriented. Because Basim is in that. Basim. Yeah. yeah. More, narr- more narrative focus too, right? So more narrative focus. If you guys yeah, finish yeah. the main story of Ahala, you know that Basim is actually much more important character than we realized right, and right, right. especially in the modern day setting there's some stuff that happens and so yeah. like Basim was in Origins no he is no, in Valhalla he's in Valhalla yeah. and this so. takes place 20 years before Valhalla they yeah. think so oh okay so I think they'll set up a little bit of I think story wise because of the character it could be cool I yeah. just yeah. again it could be yeah. especially now you're actually giving me details I didn't know I was definitely ignorant I never watched the show I just saw Assassin's Creed Mirage coming 2023 my brain yeah. immediately assumed this is their next triple A I, I still think they want to like present that it's like a triple A game you know but like it's just smaller scale it's, you know it I might mean? be so, more like the uh, Miles Morales Yes, that's a I great. Yes, one hundred percent. Or even, really or even like um, second, uh, not second son. What's that game? First light. First light. First light. Yeah. First light. So it could okay, be more in, I'm down for that. that. I'm down for that. Do I want my open world big hmm. game? Absolutely. If that's in now, the future, that would be twenty twenty four. That I'm is sure. in the that's future. Fine. Then yeah, I'm down for this. That sounds interesting. Now are they are they calling it code game code name red or is it currently have the code name of red they all had code name something so no there's no way they're all going to be called that oh, so this be called assassin's na- creed something samurai or whatever yeah yeah okay. well okay. ninja because we're doing ninjas assassin's creed right. they said that sick. you're going to be living Fair. the day and life of a shinobi is the exact word and i go yep <laughs> i'm here for it i'm here for it yeah all right so and that's going to be what Derek wants for mirage a little bit more and i do yeah. like that they are planning out a lot of Stuff. They're continuing more they Valhalla. Should. You're gonna get the final chapter. You're gonna get more stuff with that <laughs> gods game. You know, like they're yeah. they're really there's a lot of content um, coming from that. Kyle and I were uh, throwing around an idea with that code name Hex was a Hexe. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it almost had like a Witcher vibe to it. So like, it it like could, a fantasy, it could be like a fantasy yeah. Witcher style, like Assassin's oh. Creed game, where maybe yeah. you're hunting down creatures and stuff. Like that's cool. It's, so that remember, be... like that this technology got adapted into like video games in universe. You the know animus, what I mean? Like yeah. so, the Animus is like. So I wonder if it's just like. You know that that's it, it's it, like it's an alternate reality. Yeah, exactly. Like you're playing a game want. within the universe or something yeah. like that. So yeah. you can play I'm a game that. within the game. Yeah, game a game within the game. I like Inception. that. I like that. Um, 
Let's move on to this, some Disney stuff that was announced. Uh, so there was a Disney and Marvel Games showcase presentation. Easily, like, this is going to sound mean to say the worst. I just mean the presentation style and pacing yeah, was not as good as we've seen in recent yeah. presentations. And that's just, maybe, I'm, listen, I'm getting old. So maybe that's just because I'm an old dude and it wasn't targeted at me. I, I think I said that in the chat, too. Like, I wasn't the target audience for this. So I don't think it was necessarily for me. I just, I thought the speed felt very rushed and yeah, it felt... No no dwelling at all. And, and so, like, sometimes I like that, but sometimes I'm like, this doesn't feel like... Doesn't feel great. So I anyway, was like Billy, I was like Billy Madison learning Spanish, like slow down. <laughs> well, oh, only that, like I was, okay. they, they said things I was interested in, and then he was on to the next mobile game, and I was like, hey, 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 go back, go back. What'd you say about that thing? Hey, so yeah. <laughs> no, right. I had a lot of that, but I, I do have a couple positives that jumped out to me. I'm curious about the Mike Bithell Tron Identity game that's coming next year. We didn't really see anything on it yet. I think we've cool logo. Like we about yeah, the logo's cool. Tron Identity, Mike Bithell, that's great. If it's maybe it's a stealth action game like his previous uh i think yeah. he did invisible ink wasn't that him or he did one of those types of games mike bigthill sounds familiar that name sounds very familiar yeah i think that was him um disney illusion island looked really cool it kind of gave me slight vibes of something like a cuphead with the old school animation style but it's yeah. a platform like a multiplayer platforming adventure game yeah. uh worked together game, to navigate. like mickey mouse and crap yeah yeah, looks pretty fun. Coming to 2023, definitely on Switch. I would imagine it'll be at least on PC, but definitely on Switch is what they That's showed. Midnight uh, Marvel Midnight Suns got a, a new trailer and showed gameplay, which looks really fun. I'm very interested in their tactical gameplay. I'm curious to see how it actually feels to play, but it looks really cool. And a surprise release date of December 2nd. It's coming this year. I didn't expect it to be arriving this year. Yeah, they said when they delayed it, Q1 2023, so... Yep. So it was pushed back and then bumped up. So I like that. That's cool. And I wasn't expecting it. A whole bunch of mo mm -hmm. mobile games. Uh, Marvel Strike Force, Marvel Snap, Mirrorverse, Avatar Reckoning, <clears throat> Marvel World of Heroes. Avatar. So I'm not going to talk about all those, but if you like mobile games, there's a lot coming from Disney and Marvel. Um, <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Lego Skywalker, Monkey Island. They all got these really quick touch kind of like updates or like a quick shot or like a trailer yeah. or don't forget that we're coming out or there's a new version like skywalker is getting a uh, a new edition i think releasing this holiday so like with some new characters i think there's some character packs they're including um so and same thing with gargoyles remastered i just talked about gargoyles quest last week on the game boy and on the super nintendo and they're doing gargoyles remastered i'm not i'm not sure which game they're remastering um but it was very quick. It was just like, here's a... It was quick so quick, I was looking out for it and still missed it. And it was gone. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, so, you guys were watching it ahead of me, and I was like, oh, a Gargoyles game. So I was looking out for it, never saw so it. So they showed it, and then he said, and, but before you can play as a Gargoyle, th first, then you can do a race car thing. Like, he jumped to Speedstorm real fast. So that's why the pacing, I thought, felt off. It didn't yeah. give certain games a chance to, like, sit in your mind for a second and kind of register. So, whatever. Um, Speedstorm. Kart Racer. With Disney characters, no release window that I could spot. Um, I didn't see but it, it looks like uh, looks like Mario Kart, but with Disney characters. And there you go. Dreamlight Valley, which we've talked about a little bit. Some Toy Story content being added to that game this fall. The main game, of course, is out yeah, now. Be, uh, get to be bros with Woody. Get to be I'm bros have, with I'm Woody. Have a Woody with me. <laughs> Everywhere you yep, go, there it was. You get to there have a Woody. Was. Everywhere you go. Um, and then the Skydance Studio, who I believe. Jeff, you've since confirmed as Amy Hennig's studio, yes. right? And so that Uncharted-like narrative, you know, Marvel game that we've been hearing about, it is going to feature, as rumored, Captain America, Black Panther. Uh, and then you listed these. Thank you for adding these. Uh, T'Challa's grandfather, 
that he's the black panther is the one because it's back during world war whatever two and then uh gabriel jones and nanali so two other marvel characters that you can two other marvel characters nobody's gonna play (laughs) no i'm kidding it's probably if it's an uncharted narrative that probably means you're those are the mary jane sections those are the mary jane Jane and pre pre powers miles yes Yes. (laughs) so those are some of the things that jumped out at me there um and listen there is a a lot and Jeff, I'll let you hit the highlights if you want to. On yeah. There's so much coming out of D23. I would tell you this, because I still need to do this. Probably later today I'll do this. I'm just going to go on YouTube and just... Because there's so many trailers that were released yep. that I have not caught up on. I would encourage you, just go look up D23 trailers and you'll see a ton of stuff. Everything from Mandalorian to uh, Andor. Um, I think they even just had some news about some stuff. I think they had a Willow trailer. I thought I saw that did, highlighted somewhere. Um, so that, a whole bunch of trailers. By the way, that Willow trailer, I've never seen the movie. And I, I I've never seen Willow felt either. like it was too I old have. to watch. But it that is. Willow trailer made me want to go watch the movie because the trailer Same here. So good. Yeah, I go, I gotta, get, I gotta prep for this show. This looks great. <laughs> exactly. A, it looks so good. Oh, I couldn't believe else. it. Yeah, because I've never cared about Willow. Yeah, exactly. Like, me neither. That I've cared yeah, about. Secret Invasion trailer. So many trailers that I want to watch that I haven't yet. But what, what jumps out at you, Jeff, or anyone else who watched D23, you know, kept track of the headlines? What do you think is... Um, is, uh, I was is most psyched by what Marvel showed, but uh, we can like start with Star Wars. Uh, curious if Kyle caught any of the details I might have missed, but like I know that they trailered Andor again. Uh, it was a short one though; it was like a short minute trailer because we've already seen most of what that show is going to offer. Uh, but I'm excited for it, uh, and I know they did uh, uh, Tales it, from the Jedi, which Tales is going to be Je- stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to be stories about uh, Count Dooku training Qui Gon Jinn. Um and like kind of his fall from like the Jedi Order. It's an um, show, right? Or it is. Like, there's, there's, yeah. there's. I think there's three different stories. Um, there might be. Say, I don't. I forget. But the, the, the ones that I know about is, is yeah. the Dooku one and then the Ahsoka one, and it's uh, uh it's her time after Episode Three. So like gotcha. you see her attending Padme's funeral. You see her fighting a, her an Inquisitor, which I assume is the lightsaber like uh, kyber crystal she gets. Yeah, there's uh, a by killing for him, that you know? one, and that's coming out. <clears throat> At the end of next month, I think. It's October, October, yeah. 26 October 26th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was a trailer for, uh, for for Star Wars. What was the other one? Um, Mandalorian? Mandalorian, no, it obviously. It, was, it wasn't that one. No, no yeah. That trailer <laughs> That trailer was out of, out of control. I was I'm so screaming. excited for that. I was, so excited. I was in a room by myself screaming. I'm like, that's Mandalore! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all those clams. There was a guy with an orange helmet. You know, it was crazy. I was out of, I was uh, at, at, way out of my like, depths. Uh, how, many, how many octaves did your voice go up? When this... Oh, the entire time I was like, I can't it was wild i like that it's going to be dealing with the consequences of his choices from the first couple seasons in boba Fett. yeah so yeah yeah that's great um and uh I, th- I think they showed some stuff from skeleton crew the jew law show and uh, i think they showed stuff there but we didn't we didn't yeah, see we didn't it get to so see yeah um, and that's like a, that's a more kid-centric you know yeah, that is. live action show, show yeah i think, I think John <clears throat> with jude law um i'm trying to remember what else there was the star wars i don't think there was anything else i can't think of anything else I can't Bad Batch that. coming in January. Bad Batch. Oh, the season. Ahsoka show. The show Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in the show. We don't know what she's playing yet. Uh, Ezra. Uh, Hayden's gonna be back as Vader. Ezra got cast. Uh, and as Anakin. He's. They said specifically he's gonna be playing Anakin. Oh, too, he's so Anakin. That means, he's not Vader. That, okay. That cool. means no, no, no. I, I'm sure we're gonna get Vader, but like they, 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 they name dropped Anakin a few times, which means we'll probably. Oh get some man, I'd love to see yeah. them interact in uh, live yeah. action. That's gonna be cool. Uh, and Ray Stevenson is the villain, and he was. I think he was the villain in like. Uh, the other guys too which i love that movie 
Looks like somebody's been playing some Grand Theft Auto. That's that guy. I would like for there to be a show called The Bad Batch where it's all people who have been canceled uh, in the last five years. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, right, it's right. all people it's, who have it's said... It's Chris D'Elia and Brian <laughs> Callen. And, yes. <laughs> yes. I would watch The Bad Batch if that's what it was. I think there is a new I'm season that coming in November. I don't know if... There is. They, they, the there was something said about that somewhere. Bad yeah. Batch is in January, yeah. yeah okay. January? January? Oh, I thought it was... This yeah, it got pushed all the way back, yeah. Okay. Oh dang! Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, now I did been see that back Inside, like three times now. Inside yeah. Out Two got announced, which is one of the more exciting uh, Pixar yeah, that properties. Yeah, the that... only thing I documented from the animation slash okay. main Disney Pixar thing that they did first, because uh, that was the only thing that was like, holy crap! I've been waiting yeah. for this for. I'm a, I'm excited about it, but I also feel like a sequel to a very novel, unique, new idea has yeah. a, a a tough hill to climb. Because oh, for sure. you already and tackled all those cool, you know, unique catch you off guard ideas. Now we're gonna be like, weird what other emotions like, can you talk about? It's weird that they're following Riley again, uh, because I felt like the end of Inside Out kind of set up a perfect sequel of somebody else's head. Yeah. You know, so like you could have cat, done a, the cat's head. That could have done something totally different. Uh, that I mean, fun. well, maybe that's what they'll do. They yeah, could. Uh, we get a lot of different. They're not. They're, they're following Riley. She's a teenager, Just, and she's gonna have uh, different emotions now. So that's gonna okay. be fun. Uh, Amy Poehler's back. I'm excited for that, man. That's yeah. my favorite. That's probably my favorite picture. I like Inside Out a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, see, being Inside a lot, too. Yeah, and mm. being inside is great. Mm. Being Inside Out, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that, dude. Red flag. Uh, I'm red talking red about flag. sex, guys. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. I see a red flag from Dan. Hold on there, dude. <laughs> uh, so Marvel stuff. Uh, Secret Invasion trailer was fantastic. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of, so good. Wow. There's a lot of red herrings in that. I feel like we're going to seeing some people pretending to be shield agents that are actually uh yep. scrolls yep yep uh, but that's a great trailer though nick fury he's not he's not here to play games anymore he's uh he's, he's been hiding for a while he's not even wearing his eye patch anymore he's just like yeah uh, you know the eye patch is like maybe that's the giveaway of him being like that this was me i'm human you right know? So right you can see my eyes messed up and scrolls can't imitate this uh maybe i don't know but there's because well, if they've never there. seen it right right so. So, so there's a scene in there where like uh, Talos, Ben Mendelsohn's character, is like sitting with the main villain of the show, played by Kingsley Benadire, and suddenly all the guys in the room become Kingsley yep. Benadire, and it's like, oh shit! Like apparently a scroll invasion's been happening under their oh, noses. Oh, for sure. Like 15 uh, years or something. Yeah. Like that, so know. this is just gonna be like a really fun, like paranoia-driven spy thriller. It's really going to mix in well with the multiverse thing. It's not going to be confusing sure. at all. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you're going to have this front, and then you're going to have, uh, then you're going to have, obviously, Secret Wars and, mm. like, the multiverse. Yep. And then you're going to have Werewolf by Night, which is setting up Midnight Suns. Like, uh, this war- <laughs> by the way, Werewolf what? by Night. Have you seen? I'm the so this? excited for dude, this, dude. No, this no. looks it, it, it shot like an old like Vincent Price like thriller, yeah. man. Like it like it shot like black and white, really bad editing. Like it's yeah, all purposeful yeah. and like uh, it it is the ultimate throwback experience. I'm so excited right. for this project. And, yeah. and Werewolf that's by coming Night. this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming in October, and it's directed <laughs> yeah. by Michael Giacchino, which is interesting because he's a composer. Uh, and um. They have two characters in it that are in this group, Midnight Suns, which mainly tackle supernatural things. Yeah, didn't Giacchino that... do like the Halo music or Des- He's Destiny? He's done a ton of stuff. He's done mainly Pixar stuff. Like, oh, I uh, thought he did. I thought he did games uh, too. He, he did Thor, Love and Thunder. He did Spider-Man, all, all three of the MCU Spider-Man movies. Yeah, my, I'm, I, I have him mixed Batman. up with somebody else, I think. Um, he did the Batman, I should say. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, like, this is going to introduce Elsa Bloodstone, who's, like, a major 
yep. Vampire Monster Hunter, and uh, and Werewolf by Night is actually the name of the superhero that's like a supernatural whatever. And uh, they all team with Blade and Ghost Rider eventually. So like I feel like this is all leading to Midnight Suns, which is gonna mm. be fun. That's a, that's gonna be a fun ride. I'm really Midnight. excited to see a live action of Midnight Suns for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know sure. why all of a sudden this like that particular comic book. Yeah, is, how like, is this gonna fit in with yeah. multiverse? We'll see. Maybe they're in a different universe and they bleed into the whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Thunderbolts team up was announced. That's the Suicide Squad, basically, of the MCU. Um, and they did uh, they did show the lineup so far, at least, of everybody that could be there. Uh, they showed uh, Yelena, who's going to be the leader. Uh, Bucky is in it. Uh, U.S. Agent, who's a knockoff Captain America, obviously. Uh, by the way i was wrong he didn't do the halo and destiny games he did all the call of duty and medal of honor music gotcha. for gotcha. those games back he's done day. tons of stuff with movies yeah. and games for sure yeah, yeah yeah uh but taskmaster will be back red guardian's gonna be back i didn't expect that um, that's cool and i remember reading online before this was announced that ghost from ant-man and the wasp would be back and i'm like that's cool because that's a cool ability like the phasing ability is really fun yeah. to watch um, and then, of course, Julia Louise Dreyfus is back as her uh, character. Although some some of those types of abilities, like the phasing, yeah, they're not ex- always explained super well. Like I I really, really do like when there's a good, at least somewhat understandable rule around an ability. Like yeah. Some, yeah, something around it. That's like okay when, if it's when, not. When, I just remember when Vision got stabbed in Infinity War. You're like, how did that happen? Yeah, and he just goes, I don't know. It was the yeah. Movie. It's like alien. It's an alien tech. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes right. I get it All for right. storytelling purposes. Sometimes I'm like, wait. If they could do that the whole time, why didn't they? All right, never mind. Like it's yeah, hard it's to. Like, all right, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that, but I'm interested to find out if Zemo is in it or not. Like he better he, be. You can't like do Thunderbolts without from yeah the comics. So I feel I like know. they're burying that lead pretty hard. Yeah, they got it. Uh, that's happening yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. I found it most interesting about the Captain America, the next Captain America movie, that they're bringing back Tim Blake Nelson, who was last seen 14 freaking years ago playing uh, a bit character in the incredible hulk uh he's coming back as the okay. same character but he's going to be a villain called the leader uh, well at the very end of up. that movie yeah set he, it up at the movie yeah movie. he got the ooze yeah. in his wound yeah yeah and he was like very Wasn't thrilled he... about it too he was like too excited yeah. about it the wound ooze. oh yeah wound yeah. ooze. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's gonna be back they're gonna bring back <laughs> some people from the show the falcon winter soldier show and uh i can't wait for all the the big lecture that's gonna happen to you in the movie it's <laughs> That's the final act. It's gonna be at the beginning and the end. You're gonna (laughs) get two really big. Yeah, he has all the bad guys captured, and he starts preaching to them about how they need to. You should do better. Like no, no, Ah, not again. I did good. Hey, this worked before. (laughs) I don't want to do better. Uh, I found the details very interesting about Ant-Man and the Wasp: uh, Quantum Mania because apparently uh, Kang is hiring Ant-Man to do a uh, heist in the quantum realm, and that's actually true to all All the Ant-Man movies. It's all ah. the Ant-Man movies and heist movies so far. Um, so that's very interesting. And uh, the Marvels sounds like a lot of fun because it's a body swap movie. Uh, mm. Like every time they use their powers, they swap bodies. Oh, so, so is, that that what, is that what that was in the... Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there might have been something good. about that in the show. Who knows? I don't, I don't, I don't know. celebrate all of Lindsay Lohan's movies, but I thought Freaky Friday was pretty great. That's her mean peak. Girls. And obviously she fell off a mean cliff. Girls. Mean Girls was her best movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... That's... Yeah. Not saying a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Any, anything else from Disney or Ubisoft that we missed? Yeah. I was very surprised that Indiana Jones 5 trailer or whatever footage showed. And apparently the crowd was just blown away by it. And Harrison Ford oh. was like crying as he introduced it. 
Because he's Apparently so old. this movie is a big deal. No, he's dude. so old. He just dude, wants no, no, to die. No, no, no. Harrison yeah. Ford is one of those people that you can tell when he doesn't give a shit. You yeah, no. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, can I just yeah. suggest Star Wars, he, was Star Wars, like, he didn't really anymore, care too much? You know? No, he didn't yeah. care at all. And he yeah. was being a total asshole. And it was yeah. awesome. But it also kind of fit with his How did this work? He's like, I don't care about that. Storm off. It's so great. Yeah. So wonderful. Whereas with, <laughs> yeah, he whereas give with this, it sounds like he's actually stoked about this movie. He's like, oh, oh my wow. God, it's actually a cool movie. And I'm like, speaking of Harrison Ford, one of my favorite recurring bits was with, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel where he would always accuse Chewie of like sleeping with his wife. Yeah, do you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. I like, I know I it was so idea. dumb, but I just, I loved that whole bit. I thought that she was, was my wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was my wife. But he uh, would like actually act in that little bit. Like he was yeah, getting into yeah. it. Anyway, I wanted sorry, to read the sorry. note that I wrote about Avatar. Some dumb Avatar crap was shown. Who cares? Coming, hopefully never. Wow. That's what I wrote. That's we excited okay. about Avatar, guys? Avatar. Yeah. Wow. Huh? That's very mean. Listen. <laughs> I... They're starting filming on the fourth one, like, this year. It's insane. Yeah. What about the third one? What about the second one? Back to back. What right? about the second one? We don't even know. We don't even know. I, I forgot which one we were on already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I do cool. feel like the second one's going to do really well because people yeah, are sure. curious. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's meh. And then they'll be like lukewarm. Well, what if it's one. wonderful and then there's eight more or whatever, <laughs> 20 more, however, however, however <laughs> okay, many. We're getting, there's no I way. we're getting a little carried away with this, uh, like the excitement of announcements nowadays. I'm not talking about our show. I'm saying in general, like it feels like. Like, I have to say, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. That's an overkill of announcing, like, 17 yeah. games. Oh, I, I would Everything you just yeah, talked about, I was like, that. I don't even know. Dude, dude, this is too much. We didn't even talk about so Infinity. Far away. We didn't even talk about Infinity. Kyle and I were like, I don't, I mean. We were, I, like, they were like, the shit. that exists, and here it is. Oh, right. I saw something else, actually, oh, okay. on an article. So the modern-day story stuff of Kyle apparently is going to go through Infinity now. What the what? fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, there there was well, nothing clear about what Infinity was. James, James, I can't say his last name. Flaherty, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I just what? saw his post talking about how I guess Infinity sounds like it's like the hub or something. That's what I was saying. What does that yeah. mean though? Yeah, what it's like a multiplayer mean? hub or something. Like it's an experience, like, Kyle. It's, it's an experience. I'm, like it sounds like <laughs> I want to understand. I'm not trying to. Hate. I want to understand, but like, dude, they're not. I, dude, I have it. no I, idea. I any research, but from his post, it sounded like it's a video game that leads to you playing different video games through. So it sounds like PlayStation like Home. It, it sounds <laughs> I, I hope like. So. This is where they can basically go and make an Assassin's Creed that's not built off reality at all because they could be like, it's a video game in the video game. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wrong. It's going to be know. immersed, guys. It's going to be immersed. There, yeah, they kept on using terms like multiplayer and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, like what? What does that mean? I don't know what you mean by it's that. All going to be immersive and epic all at the same time. I hope it's PlayStation Home. You know what? It's, it's one of those things that sounds like a joke because of all the buzzwords that are used to describe it without actually describing anything real. So it's like, yeah, all right, yeah. good list they of buzzwords. They're really immersive and epic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You'll get to play with your friends because it's multiplayer centric, yeah. you know? Yeah. It has co op while still okay. only being single player. Single player, player so yeah. Like it's going to be a culmination of 15 years of ass ass creating, is what and it's going to be. And it's co op while being PvP all at the same time. It's all the yeah. good things mixed together. I get but it. But also single player. But also I, not single player. I totally understand it. Thanks, Ubisoft. I just wanted to point out that uh, this weekend, especially during a big gaming showcase that Disney's doing, would have been a wonderful time to maybe show off that new Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order game that's coming out, you know, what next a... year. Yes. But whatever. You know. Is it? You know, I wonder if that's... Like a... Yeah. 
Is that could be a, uh, another Keeley thing with Game Awards. We'll see. Yeah. He uh, might have secured it. Yeah, you would have to start making that deals in the summer. So he could have secured yeah. like maybe the, he the grabbed that, and then maybe it. that's going to be a summer or maybe even next fall release. I can see that being November twenty twenty. I was, was surprised. You know, where... not that you didn't show more Spider Man. You didn't show more. You know, these yeah. are huge. You know, Disney properties, but uh, yeah. maybe they're a little too video gamey. Just seems and maybe like that announcements is. are becoming a business. Like you don't actually have it to release anything. There, there, was, uh, there to, was a meme or something. You have somebody. to pre-order the announcement. There was somebody. There was a <laughs> meme. Of pre-ordering like, now. Uh, there was a meme of somebody like when when Kevin Feige was at Comic Con and announcing all this crap. There was like a meme of like him standing in front of a sign that said, "We're just gonna chill for the next five years." <laughs> can we? Can we? Can we? Yeah. Absence makes no. Fine. No, you Let's can't. Just chill. Nope. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I like seeing a roadmap for stuff. But yeah, sometimes after a while, when you start just announcing this is in yeah. the works and this is in development, it's like. Maybe don't tell me that because you just told me fifteen other. I things. like it when they but, announce yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, like the, like Marvel does this all the time, and then they go, and then there's all the other dates that you see on this timeline of announcements that we haven't announced yet. Yeah. So it's like they they Trojan <laughs> they horse announcements. announcements. Yeah, that, they Trojan horse in their yeah. major announcements, announcements of future announcements. <laughs> That's true. By teasing like. And I'm like, ooh, you guys are. This is a whole new <laughs> like, level of like, marketing. I'm, and for I'm me, I like watching this stuff, but like because like is, there's I think funny. there's an art I think there's it an is. art form for like pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. And like <laughs> Disney has done it in a way that's just like yeah. wow, you guys yeah. really went out They're of control doing it. with this, you know. They're so. definitely doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys are cool with it, we'll wrap things up. But I want to wrap things up with anything lingering that you are playing, especially um, that we have not talked about, or maybe for example, Last of Us Part One. We could start with that. Uh, Derek, I did talk about that last week because I did play uh, through the to the point where you meet Ellie and start uh, helping get her where she needs to go right at the beginning of the game. So like an hour, maybe I played that game. Okay, um, I'm about four plus hours in. I've okay. been gaming a lot. I was on vacation this week, so oh, nice. I played a lot of Steel Rising, a lot of The Last of Us, and then mainly Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Which I'll just update that on uh, real quick too, but. As far as The Last of Us Part 1, um, so, you know, everybody knows there's the big debate whether this game's worth $70. I, I personally think it's worth $70 if you're a fanboy, okay? So, if you're not a fanboy, meaning you were satisfied playing it one and done or, you know, in the older games, sure. Or if you've never played it before, like... There are a lot of, that's what people forget, like, especially in these yeah. gaming groups, you deal with a lot of entitled 30 and 40 year old men. They're like, oh, I played this game 17 times. How many times are you going to re-release it? People, well, people just got old enough to appreciate it. My son just game. turned 16 <laughs> yeah. and he just got his PS5. So he hasn't asked for the game, but if he asked for it, I would buy it for him. And that would be a new experience for him. They have to yes. remember that. Yeah, so Kids grow up every year. Exactly. Well, so I heard a good for, point made on Game Scoop. I think it was Game Scoop, or maybe they're referencing a point made on a different show of theirs. But they did make a good point saying that um, with the show coming out, number one, but also with Last of Us Part Two, with how new that looks, now you can experience the Part One and Part Two in a very modern way, yeah. a very modern visual yeah. and experience. So, like, it makes sense in that concept. And Derek, that's exactly what I said last week. If you're a mega fan of the series and you want to own the best ways to play. Yeah these games or if you've never played it before this is the new definitive way to play it 
that that was my take, but I don't think if you already own it and you're not necessarily planning to replay it, I don't think it's worth buying. I don't. Yeah. At but that I don't point. think it needs to be. This is the issue I have with a lot of people. It doesn't need to be a debate. That whole old yeah, argument I, that's what of, I, that's the whole old <laughs> argument of because you're remaking this game, you're taking away from other games is mm. actual literal bullshit because they have broken their studios up into many, many different teams. And so new team, other teams are working on their new IPs or new products, and then they take this separate group and they make them work on yeah. remakes and stuff that, yes, they're they're putting money into and they're financing, but it's not as much of a risk. But though, that, that stuff comes from investors, and guess what's yes. easy to pitch? The game that sold yeah. really well 10 years ago. Let's remake that. Oh, and, and here's some data about how well remakes sell, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. People just don't know how the industry works, and like all the armchair quarterbacking, like it's just yes. so hilarious to so me. So I am but for. I, say, I think it's okay to say whether or not it's worth a consumer to buy it or not, and I don't think it's worth everyone buying. That doesn't no. mean it wasn't worth them doing it, right? I'm yeah, about, no, I'm talking about the people things. who okay. dig their heels uh, in and, and want to debate so hard that it shouldn't exist at all because no, this, is, X, this y, is more of like a buy, a buy it, don't buy it, or wait. And I think if you like the games a lot. But you don't necessarily need to play it right now. Then just wait. It'll go on sale. It'll. It's the controller comments of this should not exist because I don't think it should exist. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing right. with DLC. People are like mad you're making DLC for a game. Why aren't you working on the new game? Why are you making another chapter here? How it works. It's the How same works. type of mindset. So. But anyway, so for me, as a fanboy, I'm admitting I'm a fanboy. I think I beat the game like six times. This wow. pings. I paid eighty dollars for it because I bought the deluxe version. That was not a big deal to me because for me, even though I know the entire experience, every time I play it, I enjoy it like it's the first time. Now, I understand I'm different than other people. I've heard people say, I played it once. I absolutely loved it. It's a 10 out of 10. I can never experience again. I don't want my experience to be tarnished. Cool. That's you. That's not me. Me is I always have more fun the more I play a game. I generally don't enjoy games a lot of times the first time as much as I enjoy them the second, third, fourth, and fifth because I know what I'm getting into, I'm good at it, and I can just go in there and freaking destroy and kill everything because I'm good at it. And I enjoy that. I like that. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I just like that feeling of being dominant. Yeah. So. This game, to me, the improvements are worth it. I love the graphics. I love on my TV, the LG C1 or whatever, because of the VRR support, um, I can put this at native 4K, and it runs at about 40 to 60 frames per second. I think it's mainly in the 60 frames per second. <clears throat> so I love that I'm getting what I would consider a uh, pretty close to a PC version of this game on my ps5 yeah so i'm okay yeah. with that and i'm okay spending the money and i'm okay with people having a problem with it i'm not arguing against that do i would i have preferred this to be released at 40 dollars? sure i i can see the objective arguments you guys took the multiplayer away you only made it prettier got it i totally understand they're not making it for you sorry they're not and you have to move on and get over it but for me it's a good game it's a good experience and I'm four hours in. I'm not in a hurry to beat it because I've already experienced it. But I don't regret buying it. And it's not something I just bought to own and that I'll just play for a little bit and move on. I'm going to beat the game at least once. But I'll probably beat it multiple times on my PS5. Um, and then the last thing I want to just talk about, and this will be real quick because I know the show's going really long. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I have finally hit Chapter 7. That's 
out of how many? That's the last chapter oh. of the game. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm in chapter seven. I am not rushing oh. through the end because I want to unlock all the heroes. And I just discovered that the six characters have their six main classes. So you have, obviously you can change your classes. We talked about that on previous show. But they have their six main classes that they use. If you do their side quest, you unlock the ability to rank that class from a 10 all the way up to a potential 20. So before I beat the game, I want to unlock all of the characters. I've unlocked, I think, three of them. I think three of them, maybe four. Three or four of them where they can level up that class to a level 20. And I'm going to unlock the other two or three I have left to do. Then I will clean up any side quests I feel are worth playing and then i'll beat the game but the reason i wanted to talk about this game again is i'm gonna just say it's the best jrpg i've ever played no i'm not a hardcore jrpg fan but i've also i've played a lot i played a lot of them yeah Yeah. um but this one's special to me um the story is really confusing but good um it's a little more confusing for me because (laughs) you guessed it Skip. Are you talking? Yep, I'm done. <laughs> gotcha. um, but to be to be <laughs> it's fair, not confusing. You're just not aware of what's happening. I mean, I I just now was googling how to skip this part of the conversation. I was trying to skip this. <laughs> just kidding. the uh, hang up button. Well, they have to goggle. Um, <laughs> good callback. That was good callback. Goggle. So, anyways, what I was trying to say is the this the cutscenes are really long. Like they they put Metal Gear Solid Four to shame. So and you'll walk are, 10 steps and then you'll get another hour long cutscene. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. really long. It's it's but, very much my jam. I mean Xenosaka <laughs> was that way the PS2 games, yeah. remember those. those yeah, I remember like, there being at least more steps in between cutscenes, you know, there were, but like oh, they were very frequent. Like there were like yeah. 20 steps or 30, but yeah, this is like <laughs> They added a feature I think you could pause, maybe even save during a cutscene cuz they knew like yeah, this is long. At least you could pause, I think. But anyway. But I just think they did this game perfect and that's why it's my favorite. I just think the story, the characters, the gameplay, the world. I can only imagine how this game would look in 4K. The world is beautiful. The worlds, I should say, are beautiful. Um, everything feels different and fresh. I just think it's an outstanding game um, and one that I want everybody who likes JRPGs to go out, buy it, experience it, because I feel like it's worth it. I. Yeah. It's actually given me a desire, and I talked to Kyle through Facebook about it, where I was just like, my plan is to treat uh, JRPGs how I'm treating Xenoblade Chronicles 3 going forward, and that is I can play other games, but I'm just going to keep chipping. I'm no longer going to quit. Yeah, on that's game. what I'm doing. I'm chipping, I'm going to go yeah. back to Tales of Arise, and I'm going to start chipping at that. I'm going to beat Xenoblade Chronicles. So I'm going to start picking certain JRPGs. I'm not going to go crazy and play everyone. I'm going to pick certain ones that I feel are special, and I want to be able to say I beat that game. That's why I keep playing this one. And I'm just going to start chipping at them. Because certain ones you can come back to, and uh, I feel like the Xenoblade games, and I know Tales of Arise you can because I've done it already, you can come back to. You can take a break when you're like, okay, I've been doing this for too long. And you can come back to them, and you can play them, and they're fun and they have good stories, and they have great characters, and some of them, especially Tales of Rise, are absolutely gorgeous games. So this has uh, given me a new appreciation for JRPGs, and I think it's because awesome. they've done it perfectly. They've this is figured out a easily way. Easily one of the, like, Persona 5 levels of one of the greatest modern-day JRPGs ever made. Oh. Like, 
in my opinion. Uh, just hands down, unequivocally. High praise. That's great. Yeah, that's I love that. And uh, you guys continuing to champion it, which you can should keep doing, you know, as you keep playing it, um, is just making me more and more like, all right, all right, maybe this is the next one. Maybe this is the next one I have to play. I'm, I, I'm into the thirty, my like the thirty hour, like you know, of the game. You know, I'm and I'm I'm not. It's not the game I sit down with and play. You know, ten hours in a day, or eight hours, or yeah. five or four even. But I play about an hour every day. You know, or, or I tr- for away, the most part, away. you know, just chipping away, and it just feels yeah. good, man. I had college football on all day. I had the whole day to myself. I didn't yeah. have to go anywhere for the first time. And I probably knocked out another five hours of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because I'm just playing on the Switch in handheld mode while I watch sports. And yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it that much where it's just like, I'll literally look at the time and I'll be like, really? I played this long? Whereas a lot of times in the past, I'd be like, dude, how much longer? But this yeah. game, I'm actually in no rush because if I was just trying to beat this game, I wouldn't be unlocking what I'm trying to unlock. I'm I'm good enough right now at the game; I could beat it right now. Yeah. So I I'm trying to take my time and get everything done that I want done. That's how good it is. I'm in no rush, and I will say this to the last comment. To me, it's a decently timed uh, JRPG, meaning like this is not a 70, 80 hour main story if you just straight shoot it like a lot of jrpgs you could beat this game in 50 hours if you just straight shot it and you can straight shot it because you can put it on easy and you can do that i'm playing on normal which is a big deal for me with jrpgs especially confusing ones i'm playing on normal and i'm doing a lot of side quests i'm 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 going everywhere and i plan on staying in the world for a while but i like that wasn't set up that hey you've got to play this game at 80 yeah. hours and then you're probably going to be under leveled at 80 hours so you really <laughs> need to play another 40 hours to be at the level to even be able to beat it at 80 hours so it's really a 120 hour game that's not what you're getting here you're getting a long game it's not short but it's not 80 hours minimum yeah there has been no slow moments or fluff for me either that's yeah big thing i don't like feel not, like there, like, there has oh, not been a stretch of even it hasn't gone longer than maybe a couple hours before it's like oh this major reveal or this it's just it's it's so incredible and even like persona 5 like which i love that game like there's moments where i'm like well that was a rough three weeks of school right there you know <laughs> not a lot going on there <laughs> yeah you know so like there is sometimes there's just those moments so it's like ah oh, we're going on a really bad fetch quest right now in the share rpg or or uh tales not arise but previous tales are mm-hmm. horrible at this where the game will go 20 hours and nothing happens with anything you know like or they're uh, trying to change up the pacing a lot of times in those games and they want to make you go from point a to point b back to point a to deliver something and then go back to now to point c and then back to point like some games JRPGs yeah. traditionally will do that and then they'll let you get back into the swing of things because that was some kind yeah. of requirement to get your airship or whatever the thing yep. was. And that yeah, I feel lot. like there's just no fluff in this game and it's just yeah, like it, 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 just, it goes at a very break, breakneck pace, which is not the pace that any JRPG is ever Yeah, at. there's only yeah. been yeah, a couple of missions where I've been like, oh, I have to collect all this stuff, but there's only been one where I've been actually confused on where to go. Everywhere else, it was like really like they're like, hey, you got to collect this stuff and give it to me. And it's like you turn around and you're like, oh, it's just in this area. I just have to. I've m- I had nine times area. out of ten had it all already. Yeah. Ooh, nice. So it's not. I love that. Yeah. So you get That's a quest cool. and it's like, hey, do you want to give all the things? Like, yeah, here you go. 
So that's nice. Yeah, it's 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 good. I love that game. I'm really glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad you're taking it home because uh, I, I plan to beat it myself. So yeah. no well, doubt it has it has to be respected and put in my top three. So well, I have to figure out what. The way you treated it yesterday with college football on your Switch, I'm doing the same thing with the Steam Deck and Spider-Man, along with a few other PC games. But I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man, and then I switch over to PC to actually play it on the PC itself. But um, almost done with the DLC. I'm in the third chapter of that DLC. I'm in the the second. Is this your first time playing the DLC? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, it's good. Okay. Yeah. They're doing a good. They're doing a good job with it. It's a little less balanced than the main game. Like some of the boss fights, I'm like, they really only want you to do two attacks on this. Like that's a little like it, the main game is just more balanced. They do a better job of like mm. not interrupting the flow of the experience because there's two boss fights. One's in the second one, and then right at the beginning of the third one, there's these two boss fights, and I'm kind of like, all right, I you really just want me to dodge and then punch, 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 and then dodge and then like that's really I can't use any gadgets because a person happens to be able to block. There's two boss fights in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are just annoying. But other than little nitpicks yeah, like of that, all like of the uh, seven or eight gadgets you have, you can't use a single one for that. That's kind of crazy, you know. <laughs> you can use like one, and that's only in a certain little window of an attack exactly. animation. Yep. So, whatever, that's fine. Uh, overall, Jeff's right. It's a great story. It's really fun. I like what they did with it, and um, and I'm looking forward to wrapping up chapter three. And then I guess sometime this fall, Miles is supposed to hit PC, so I'll happily well, buy and replay that. that. Yeah. Um, I think they they tentatively gave it like a fall 2022 release window for Miles on PC. So, so. yeah, I'm just waiting for Uncharted and The Last of Us Part yep. One are supposed to come to PC too. Yep. Um, I don't want to cut anybody off. So, is there anything else that you're playing that you want to highlight before we head out? Just you know, Phil Spencer playing games, being alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm at the end. I'm at the last. I'm at the leader. Uh, so the last fight for Sifu. Um, Dude, so I, nice. I can speak a little more, uh, like more to it than I did last time because I think I had only played an hour on on stream. This game is friggin' hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put game, it on easy. Put it. No, absolutely not. Not doing it. I'm gonna beat it on no, normal. Easy. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna beat it on normal. Um, yeah, the the game. The, so the mechanics are difficult, but like, like I like to almost sort of compare it to Souls because Souls is challenging and you have to like learn sort of the language that it's trying to speak to you and it's similar here but because I think it's like it's a a $40 game versus a AAA $70 game it's a smaller team some of the, me- the mechanics when you're trying to dodge can feel not totally accurate right. you know so like if I'm trying to like kind of dodge left but my analog stick is sort of like maybe kind of going in between left and down it, I'm doing a different kind of dodge so I'm I'm still getting hit so like kind of moments like that can be a little frustrating cuz like every hit counts um but yeah, the fights just feel fantastic. Like when you're actually doing really well and you got a good rhythm going, it just it's it's freaking awesome. And it looks um, great when you really yeah, are in yeah. rhythm. It, it looks when you're fantastic. really grooving that game, like mm-hmm. it, it feels like you're watching like a really well choreographed yeah. fight scene. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. it's and again, it's it's challenging, but like the so the basically the death mechanic, the way that it works is like so you start the game off at age twenty. Let's say you die. Um, there's a little skull, and then a one will be next to it. So you go up to twenty one. Um, and then you come back to life. Let's say you die again, then there'll be a two. So the two stacks on 21. So it just keeps stacking and stacking and stacking if you keep dying in a row. So it's like, there's really not a lot of room for Which error. Which I did when I played. Yeah. I died a lot. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So it's like, I, I try to go back as I've been playing the game and getting better. I've been going back to the game with like also my added abilities to try to see if I can beat each level younger. Because 
then when I get yeah. to the last level, I'm at, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be like 60 years old trying yeah, to go yeah. against the last, cause then I, I, I don't have a lot screwed. of room for error. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm screwed. Cause I only can die like two times or something and then it's game over. So, um, yeah, it's, it is very challenging, but it's, it's super fun. And, and right. when you like totally get a good groove going and you're just beating the shit out of like five dudes and, and yeah. just nailing it, it's, it's awesome. I really yeah. like it. So yeah. yeah, excellent game. Yes, one of those kind of unsung early year games that that dropped this year. Really good. Yeah, it was a great game. I paid I paid full price and literally, not exaggerating, played thirty seconds. Of it. <laughs> like, well, I don't care. You only, you, see, you only needed thirty seconds to realize it was a great game. So that's yeah, awesome. thirty <laughs> seconds game of the year. I yeah. beat it in thirty seconds. Oh wow, yeah. You're so I'm good. Sure you Just an MLG over so here. Like age yeah. fifteen when you beat it. That's uh. <laughs> I, beat I don't remember. It yeah, you were de-aging, some, yeah. It released when something else came out, maybe Final Fantasy Origins or something, and I was like, okay, cool, don't care, and moved on I to I would have game. rather skipped Origins and played this. Oh, <laughs> I did. Final That's Fantasy was awesome. I love wasn't, that Wasn't Sifu... Um, I'm, I'm actually going to buy that game on uh, on sale, Dan, and if it's a, not even in the realm of how bad of you pitch this game is, I'm never going to let you hear the end of it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Like it Buy better be a gigantic Kyle piece of crap. Yeah? I hope Buy you think it's fantastic. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll grab it wherever it goes on sale. Yeah. You know? uh, it's yeah. really good. I really like gameplay wise. I'm not talking Maybe about. Maybe it'll go on Game Pass. Probably. And if the story's really good, not if Jim Ryan. Has the story gets <laughs> decent the last hour and a half, like I said. <laughs> it better not. It better. You better not put on Game Pass. My name's Jim Ryan. I have two first names. Get a weirdo. Get a real last name like a human being. Get a real man. Friggin' idiot. The show. Making fun of Jim Ryan's name. That's the best part. We're so petty. (laughs) Listen, thank you guys for being here. This has been fun. Uh, Lots of good stuff. Lots of fun stuff announced. Am I right, everybody? Uh, But we are on the cusp of. I think we got about four weeks until a deluge of new games come out. So I have a few Kahoot game ideas and other kind of looking back reviewing or doing tournaments of of past years of games again uh, as we build up to some new stuff dropping so anyway how until then how, how many times do i have to win before i become game master and i get your job and you have to start playing too. i mean as soon as you're ready to start making these quizzes you're welcome to take that because it's a lot of work <laughs> and uh, a shout out to gaston because he's the only one that's going to make it to this three hour mark of the show everybody else quit Probably. like the first 30 minutes in yeah like this, this get out of here that's why we got to put the timestamps because people get cranky. I know it's just so much work. So much. No, work. it is. It is. I'll try. Yeah. I try to remember to do it too. I just haven't because yeah. yeah, been busy the past. Couple well, thank you guys for being on here. Thank you all for listening slash watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.